0: And thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. <laughs> I thought we cut you off an hour ago. No, no, but I'm here.
1: I'm just listening, and uh, <laughs> that's okay. What's up, man? Just, uh, no, no well, dude. I, I don't know how I, I don't know how I'd get you on my uh, my radio dial here. So I thought, well, I get to hear the show this way. <laughs> yeah, Hell that's yeah. okay. Go right ahead. Shit, listening live. I wasn't I wasn't gonna say I wasn't gonna say a damn thing. I was just gonna sit here and let y'all finish. <laughs> I,
2: I, I think I heard
0: your blinker or something. I don't know what we were hearing. Shout out to our newest sponsor, Body Machine Fitness. Your first class has already been paid for. You can check that out at bodymachinefitness.com. We've got more information about our sponsors at the end of the episode. And uh, usually we do events at the end of the episode, but it's all unrolling this week. So <laughs> kicking it off Thursday with the 420 event out there at Pouring Glory, also a sponsor of the show. This one's called Pour Some Glory on My 420. Um, I helped come up with that name. I'm I'm pretty proud of that. Anyway, it's going to be Thursday. kicks off at 2 o'clock. And Denver Williams, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations, and a couple more awesome Fort Worth bands are going to be playing at this thing. We'd love for you to come out dog-friendly, family-friendly, just come see the show. And we will be there. Fort Worth Roots podcast will be set up, of course. And then uh, rolling into uh, Friday, we've got the River Oak Springfest Car Show Police Escort. You can meet us at Grumps. We'll have information on our Facebook page about this. Uh, But they're going to do a little uh, police-escorted cruise through town to kind of last-minute raise some awareness about this event. Last year, there were 10,000 people that showed up, over 300 classic cars, It's going to be a great time. It's out at Camp Carter, and uh, that is happening Saturday. So the police escort, you can meet at Grumps Burgers on River Oaks Boulevard. Uh, If you want to be a part of that, it's fun. You just kind of jump in and ride the circuit and wave at people, honk your horn. It's, you know, whatever. It's fun. I'll be there. Um, And then the following day, Saturday, uh, the River Oaks Spring Fest Car Show at Camp Carter, and we'll be set up there, too, uh, kissing hands and shaking babies. Uh, It's going to be a good deal. It's going to be kayaking and zip lining and live music, uh, 80 plus vendors, and many, many other things. It's going to be great. And your admission has already been paid for, so you got no excuse. And if you haven't seen Camp Carter, it's absolutely beautiful. And then right after that, on the same day, Saturday, April 22nd, we're going to be meeting up at McFly's. Anybody that's a fan of the movie Back to the Future is definitely going to want to check this out. Claudia Wells will be there autograph signing and taking photos with people. She is the one that played Marty McFly's girlfriend in Back to the Future. Pretty cool stuff. That's going to go down, I believe, it's 7 o'clock. The crawfish boil, on the same day, same location, uh, starts at 3 p.m. and finishes up at 8. So, Claudia Wells, Crawfish, and then Outdoor Movie Night, also at McFly's, same day, starts at 9 p.m., So we've got your entire Saturday pretty much locked up, (laughs) but come see me. I'll be out there at the River Oak Springfest Car Show, and then I'll be at McFly's. More information about our sponsors, our wonderful sponsors, and more events at the end of the show. Today's episode is kind of wild, and you probably saw that when you saw how long the episode is, but we had guests call in uh, via the Fort Worth Roots phone number and uh, talk to us while we we're doing this recording. We did a little Facebook Live video, and people were just kind of chiming in. It was fun. We had a good time. started off with uh, Joe Guzman, I think, called in. And then uh, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations. Cody Hoffer from Appaline, Texas, of course, gave us a call. And then we uh, we had a whole situation with Keegan McEnroe. He called in and, uh, well, it, it got interesting. You're just going to have to listen to find out. That is enough talking out of me. Thank you all for being here. Please give it up for our very good friends and return guest Matthew Broyles and Trista Morris. And let's start the show. <laughs> Pay for you know, gonna have some background noise. That
3: and boob money, sweaty boob money.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Like I I don't know. (laughs) See, I've never had that problem. Sweaty boob money. I mean,
4: I'm I'm similar to sweaty ass money. You know, I'm a solid B cup, but I've just never tried to store money there. No. You got to have I, a harness uh, kind of
3: <laughs> various various slingshots to hold things. Actually, yeah. uh, a friend of mine once stored like an entire toaster in her bra just to <laughs> see if she could and then like walked around my house with
0: it. How many slices could you get in this toaster?
3: Uh it was it was a double slicer, but okay. I mean, I was proud of her.
4: Nothing crazy. Nothing no. like 4 Not like six, six, 8 yeah. slices. No. That's just outrageous. I <laughs> wouldn't want that.
0: All right. Turn. turn. trying to I'll t- leave that on because we got your beautiful face in the back Damn. and I'm going to put it on the my boot. Instagram. Okay. And we're ready for phone calls on the Fort Worth roots podcast line 817-988-1292. I tried to put it in the description. It's the first time I've done this. I don't know. I hope it's there. Anything right. you ever wanted to know. And now we'll make sure that it's connected and then we can start the show. Right. Our four hour Matthew <laughs> Broyles <laughs> Tristamore's <coughs> extravagant. Four days. Uh, Four day filibuster. <laughs> Four day yeah, filibuster. It's I basically a that. filibuster. And also, I was thinking this episode, because I've I've there's no secret. We've talked about this. I yes. this is
4: going to be the nerdiest episode we've ever oh, yeah. produced. Which is pretty impressive actually because Glame. I was listening to your one with Jeffrey Lord. Um oh, we nerded a bit, yeah. That there was some nerd uh, <laughs> <laughs> going on there. So nerdery. <laughs> That's just one of the reasons me and the the Lord get along. So, So, okay. So right off the
0: bat, I need to test the roadcaster. I need to make sure that we're connected to the internets and the Bluetooth and the stuff. So while we wait on our friends here that are watching us live uh, to call us at 817-988-1292, I don't care what you're doing. It doesn't (laughs) matter what you have to say. We want to try this out. This is all beta. We're doing all sorts of beta shit tonight. So give us a call. (laughs) 817-988-1292. All right. Um, I'm going to use the TikTok app. We're going to use... TikTok? That's, yeah. a, that's illegal. Going on I'm, TikTok? A, I'm a big fan. Okay, so the Bluetooth is definitely working. I don't know what that sound effect I, was. I am
3: um, I'm promoting for you. Ah! Stop
4: making noises. She's much better at that than I am.
3: It basically is just me sharing it in every group that I know about. <laughs> so we're just going to go ahead and do Oh, that. we got
0: one. We got a caller. We got a caller.
3: Ha-ha.
0: Fort Worth Roots (laughs) Podcast, sir. You are live. Hold on. Wait, let me hit the intro music. I wasn't prepared. I just accepted your call. Hold on. All right. What's up? Hey, man. This is the call line here at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast studio. We got Mr. Joseph Guzman. That's what the caller ID says. What's up, my friend? First time caller, long time listener. How is your evening going? (laughs) Oh, it's uh, it's splendid! I'm
5: just getting uh, some stuff wrapped up, and we're gonna get uh we're gonna get get this in gear for the festival, man. That's, uh, that's
0: yeah, baby. Absolutely. That's next weekend. Uh, let's see, April seventh at Lola's. Yep. Starting at four p.m. Correct. Four p.m. Um, uh,
5: yeah. Yeah. Four p.m.
0: Yes. Yeah. Damn the way I just spit out all this this information! It yeah, sounded yeah. like this was I'm scripted, impressed. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, you've done been doing your homework. I've been talking about the Psychedelic Panther Festival. Hell yeah! The two day uh, mm-hmm. extravaganza mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. two stages with all these musicians and vendors. <clears throat> I've been talking about this for months now, it's right, a good Joe?
5: Time. That's correct. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long time coming. It's
0: and I, I heard I heard you're going to have a, a band out there that you had last year. Called Aw Pook the Destroyer.
5: That's correct. That's oh, correct. A yeah. uh, very special, very special. I, I I think I do believe there's a there's a pook in a, in attendance right now. There
0: is one I'm of the, Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> the pook. I don't know if we can we call him the lead. No, we uh, we don't
4: really sure. have a lead. I know. Yeah, that's why I said there's the a there's one.
5: a main pook, right? Yeah, there's know. yeah. It's <laughs> like asking which one's a pink. A you, can't,
4: you know, <laughs> it's no answer to that. But, uh, no, we, we <laughs> no, we're we looking for... Actually, Paul is uh, flying in Sunday, so we're going to start a week of rehearsals. And, and Paul is what part of the band? The, he's the, the other half. Um, right. So he and I are the... The, the two brain cells that get rubbed together to to make the thing happen. Well, he's not the pretty side. I, I he's got well, the pretty one here. I mean, you know, I don't
3: know. Last year he put on a jacket in front of Matt, and Matt was like, "God damn it!" Yeah, he, he just, just puts like walked it on and up. up and it fits. He
4: just like walked up to this <laughs> vendor, and they just had this jacket there, and he just put it on. It was perfect fit. I'm like, you asshole. Nothing ever fits me. What was the thing that he was just non-stop eating the whole time? Oh God, uh, tacos. Tacos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they don't have those in Serbia, so you know, it's like, so
0: so this dude flew out from Serbia.
4: Yes. Yeah. Actually, he flew. So he's in, I think he's in Pittsburgh right now, visiting uh, friends and family. Cause that's where he's from originally. And then he's flying down here on Sunday. And uh, so but then they don't have tacos in Pittsburgh either. What? What? They don't. I mean, why would you have tacos? Can you imagine
0: life without tacos?
4: It's a weird thing. I don't get it. It's like it's like my kiddo is talking about cry. you know, my kids. In, my kids in Denver right now, and he's just kind of Could've decrying been. the lack of good Mexican food in, in yeah. Colorado. No, and there's nothing. It's like, well, that's true. Yeah, you know? it's the it, the Lyle Lovett rule is uh, don't eat Mexican food east of the Mississippi or north of Dallas. <laughs> and I think that's probably about. about
0: so, right. Joe, what are you doing tonight, man?
5: Oh, I was going to say, uh. Well, first of all take your man's develop taco i know it's not traditional but i think he'll gorge himself okay in. all right and, uh, it's on the list yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh what am i doing I- i'm not doing much man I- i'm just wrapping up I- I'm-, I'm creating press passes right now okay we got we have we have some people that are going to be uh walking around cameras and uh yeah yeah n- not up too much uh, just uh just tuning in to to my favorite peeps so
0: yeah. Cool. Thanks, man. Um, I just it just dawned on me that the people that are watching the Facebook Live can't hear a damn thing you're saying. <laughs> they can probably hear some of what we're saying, but uh, I appreciate you calling in, man. Right. That's dope, man. Thank you so much.
3: It's
4: all good. Yeah. Yeah. This is the high budget production it does, it does. you've come to expect.
0: And hey, uh, <laughs> call me if you need anything. I I kind of flying by the seat of my pants, but I'm ready. I've got all the stuff packed up and ready to go uh, for Friday, so I will be there. Hell yeah. Cool, cool. Let's boogie. Okay. All right. All right, brother. See best. you. See you, man. All right. Thanks for calling. Ah, oh, yes. Sounds good for the recording, but nobody on did. the... I've got to figure this out. I've got to... I
2: yeah, mean, I don't know how,
3: don't know how, how you would do it. Would you... Well, the Funky
0: Panther just, boys do it just fine. Can you just Bluetooth that one over here? I tried that, and I couldn't <laughs> could get it to just, work.
3: Could you just, it, like, speakerphone for your answering machine? Just freaking speakerphone it and yeah. go from there.
0: Uh, would it not? Sorry. Would it not come
3: through? I don't recording? know.
0: I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, technology. Technology. You need a you need, a.
4: you need a good tech nerd in here. Yeah. To figure
0: well, I. I need we e-
3: require a good tech nerd <laughs> if you have one. I've got
0: them. I've got them. The, the oh, Dustin but, and stuff right. right. oh, yeah, That's true. Jones, they know I'm what they're doing. The Funky Panther Boys. They do oh, theirs good. live. But I. I thought it'd be fun just to kind of roll it and see what happens. I don't know. Improv. This is improv night. All right. So. Apuk the Destroyer, mm-hmm. you got the other uh, main section of your band coming yes. from Serbia. He's coming
4: from Serbia, and then I've got uh, the usual suspects, uh, my our backing band, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Sim- Mr. Jeffrey Sims, Ed Rogers, and Jeremy Hull. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so, and two of those guys are in the Matthew Show, Jeffrey and Ed. So, like, we play together all the time. Yeah, and Jeremy, is basically just was. I think he just came fully formed under a cabbage leaf or something. It's just he he can play anything, so I don't worry about. He fell out that way. Yeah, he just came (laughs) out that way. So I I don't ever worry about that. It's cool to be able to recreate this stuff live. When we tried it last year, I didn't actually honestly know if we could do it. Oh, like it it was a complete shot in the dark to see if it could actually work. And I, I think to the credit of all the people we worked with, we made it. Made it sound so I different. had been telling people mm-hmm. since that
0: event up till about, I think, two months ago, mm-hmm. that that was the first time you guys had played on stage yeah. together.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I was corrected. Somebody they, told me know, I was you're wrong. Absolutely correct. No, oh, no. Okay, okay. Because Spectacularly.
4: Pa- because Paul and I, f- you know, we lived in New York together 20 years ago, but um, we didn't really make you know we played on each other's records back then but we didn't the Apook stuff didn't come until he was already overseas yeah and so yeah we haven't been in the same space uh up until that that's point that's what i
0: thought okay okay and i don't feel the, like an idiot now no and that's <laughs> the wonder of
4: the internet is that like you can actually do that you know to be able to it's that's i try to think about like if i told myself like in the late 90s you know like one day this is a thing you're going to be able to do I'd have been like collaborating with people overseas yeah it would been like that yeah. sounds like bullshit you know yeah. but you know the future comes for you whether you're ready for it or not yeah and uh, yeah. so if you would have told me about you know monkey NFTs I wouldn't have believed you either but you know what, sh- gonna, what is that the NFTs, you know. Here like we go. That, like, <laughs> all right, let's get into the weird stuff. Yes. Now you know but I mean, I, I think NFTs are bullshit, but I get I get some heat from that sometimes. You, you don't
3: know how many people have been like, "You should turn your art into an NFT." I'm like,
4: yeah. "No." Well, first of all, I have problems no. with the word fungible. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's hard to say. It's fun. It's a well, little uncomfortable. I used to work in banking, okay. and and I worked in banking. <laughs> during the 2008 financial crisis and so the term is this all your fault the, the, no way. it was not your fault. all of it <laughs> i i, I <laughs> as somebody who was there i suppose i had something to do with it but it was a very very small part yeah. most most of yeah. what i was doing was and sometimes making, one decimal place makes a big difference Matt. i was mostly answering the phones <laughs> going uh you know no we haven't collapsed yet oh, uh, oh god so yeah that was kind of fun to watch the abyss open up beneath the entire banking industry but jesus christ uh, I got out of banking shortly after that. <laughs> huh.
2: Yeah,
4: can't imagine. Probably <laughs> a smart move. Yeah, because uh, that that it really did kind of put the fear into me. You know. Well, then
0: okay. what what do you think about? Uh, was it a week ago or two weeks ago? Well, we had
4: multiple banks. Deja found? vu. Yeah, all over again because they didn't <laughs> fix what busted us in oh eight. I remember them saying that right after they fixed it. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't fix it. Yeah. And kicking the can. They didn't right? reintroduce glass steagall They didn't they didn't do any of the things that they were supposed to do to They
3: just stuck some duct tape on it. They put some duct hoped. tape
4: on it. And uh so that takes us we're having these little boom bust cycles of about seven, to eight years. Uh so it's been we're actually kinda overdue. overdue on yeah one right now. Uh but it it's gonna happen again. Right. It'll yeah. happen again and we won't learn, and then it'll happen again, yeah. and uh, we just keep repeating that thing because, until because, they
0: take us out, right? Well,
4: and the deal is, is that <laughs> you know the people who some of us get bailed out for those sorts of things, and then some of us don't, and right. so the, as long as the ones who are getting bailed out are calling the shots, they don't really care right. whether it busts or not. Yeah, uh, so. Just a perpetual big, uh, big old piggy bank. And sometimes, if you're like a hedge fund guy or whatever, you actually make more money when the thing fails. Well, take Uh, COVID, for example. Like a lot of people were hurting
0: during that time. Oh, yeah. And some of our biggest uh they were making buku money you know business celebrities uh doubled or tripled their net worth Absolutely. during yeah. the
4: covid so shit. it's not a problem from their perspective no uh, tragedy is wonderful yeah and that's the thing is we you know the bank i was at we did layoffs and all this stuff but the the people in the in the c-suites and whatnot were fine yeah uh so they didn't really see that there was an issue yeah. so right. <laughs> it's just that's i think that's why we don't ever fix it so how okay
0: so we were talking about banking we were actually yeah. moving in a different direction yeah Where? i forget
4: what we were talking about oh yeah, uh, we're talking about um <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question uh oh we're just talking about the general uh
3: nfts
4: nfts so <laughs> fungible. Yeah. Fungible. fungible 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 right so fungible uh is, is similar to the word liquidity which is a trigger word for me um because we have none
3: <laughs> we are
2: right there is no liquidity
4: <laughs> Oh no! Uh, it's yeah.
2: No
3: Aquaman here.
4: But it's like the the I guess it had the smell of bullshit. So another thing that I have been in involved with in my life has been the early dot com years, like around ninety nine, two thousand. I was involved in a dot com in Dallas that was selling bullshit. Essentially, they yeah. were using big words and and things that people didn't understand, and getting forty million dollar investments from you know big venture capital firms. And, but it all had the, the whiff of, of uh, cow patty about it and uh, <laughs> I thought that was just me being naive but it turned out actually they were just bullshitting the whole time and so a few years later banking thing same whiff of bullshit and I was like okay so so my bullshit detector as it turns out is pretty good so as soon as the NFT thing came up and I caught the I caught the, the, the whiff the whiff yeah. I was like, all right, this this, this is this stinks. Yeah. Something about this stinks. And I was like, Oh no, you you just don't understand. You don't understand. I'm glad know, I didn't get sucked a, into that. No, and it's it's just funny because it was preying on artists partially because artists were like, Oh, well, I'm gonna put this thing up on the internet and it's gonna and the deal is is some artists did make money doing that. Yep. But I feel like they probably got some bad uh Kind Of some kickback from that, um, mm-hmm. when it started to become clear that there really wasn't anything special about yeah. this thing you just spent well, it's like
0: everybody trying on. to go out there and be a YouTube sensation. Some people have made it,
4: everybody wants right. to be an influencer, and I get it. But they're 25 years old, they're females, and
0: well,
3: they
4: look great in spandex. I mean, that's the thing, is that there's a lot of folks <laughs> no, who no. they
3: no thirst traps, please. it's not
4: gonna work for me, but you know, <laughs> but hey, thirst traps work, you know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the same thing with. I I I do find it interesting that... Because I do watch some, like, YouTube celebrity... Right, yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, But I feel like the thing that they bring to it very often is a very intangible thing. It's like, why do I like this person, you know? And... You know, it's, and it's not always because you want to fuck them. Sometimes it's just like, there's, just, there's an interesting person. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Uh, I follow some really weird
0: people. Yeah. And it's so mostly because they made one really good video. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we,
4: that we watch, was great. We watched the the Al- Amazon Kitchen, which is... a yeah. uh, cooking this guy in the woods. This guy goes out in the woods and cooks yeah. a, a big meal. And he doesn't say anything the whole time. It's just the sounds of nature and cooking. And... He didn't say shit. Uh, <laughs> he didn't say anything. <laughs> huh. And and we're just mesmerized by it, you know, just so, watching. So so my thing is skits. <coughs> I really yeah, appreciate people that do
0: like little do skits, mm-hmm. and I I just I don't know. I appreciate the imagination in it, and
4: I don't. Yeah, it's and and the cool thing that I do like about like influencer culture. I don't like to call them influencers. I call them like internet celebrities. Most, most yeah, of them yeah. are creative people. Is yeah, that literally. yeah? Just well, to okay, make a The technical doing it. term is creators. They are yeah, internet creators. Yeah. Is that there's well, not. There's less of a gatekeeper type of thing going on. They don't have to get a- approved by the network brass to do what they're doing, right? No. They can just do it. Yeah. And right. if and if somebody likes it, they can watch it and if they don't like it, they don't get they don't get thrown off the air. Yeah. You know. And you unless can,
3: they have sponsors, they can say what they want.
4: Yeah. I do I do like that aspect of it.
3: Or if their sponsors aren't I
4: un- I understand because I've thought about that before, like, oh, I could probably have a YouTube series of just talking about weird shit or yeah. whatever. You should. But, well, but the problem is, is that it's... It's very time-consuming. It's very time-consuming. Mm-hmm. To do it right yeah. and to do it in an engaging way, uh, the people who I watch who do it, you can tell they put a lot of work into making it tick. And and it's not just we just turned on the mics and started talking like you know yeah. there was there was forethought put into yeah. it, and I got so much on my plate. Frankly, I, I didn't you know I just know I'm not going to be able to pull it off to yeah. that level. No, and, and I'm
0: I'm with you on that because I I put out a shit ton of content. Yeah, and to uh, try to squeeze something else into the schedule at all, no, would be well I insurmountable. Have a, I can't a do it. It is much.
4: funny because I, I did have a podcast for a while and. It you know, COVID kind of killed that Tell just us because about the,
3: barber well, yeah, about the no, barbershop.
4: Well, yeah, no, I mean, uh, barbershop was a, was a music talk show that I had for a while on the, on the pirate, and then I switched it to the, the Funky Town network when Jeffrey let me put the thing on there. But then we got in the middle of COVID, and the whole thing was musicians talking about music and whatnot. And that first episode of the lockdown, where everyone was just we, it was the most depressing. Are we getting a call? All right, we're going to cut it off. All right, right, just real quick. Let me see who this is. We got another caller
0: here, folks. Hold on a second. We got to do the intro music.
2: (laughs) All right.
0: Long time listener, first time caller on the uh, caller ID. It says Miranda Powell. How are you doing, Miranda? Oh, what the hell? It's it's (laughs) what it says on the... Who is this? Who am I talking to? Is this Miranda? Yeah. This is Cody Halford. From Abilene, from Texas? From Abilene,
6: Texas. Oh, yeah.
0: oh, what a treat. What a oh, treat. What's yeah, going on? Are, I, you, are you watching this live right now? No, I'm not watching you live right now.
6: I have no idea how to do that because I am a terrible friend. It's on Facebook. And I
0: do not support the show it's on, at all. It's on Facebook. <laughs> And I don't uh, it it, It's
3: I'm, been shared officially Tri- 50 times. Trista
0: has put it all over the interwebs. You all know what? I, I think <laughs> you must be calling from a, a
4: prepaid flip phone. Flip, flip? Yes. Flip flow? I think it's an actual payphone, like a booth.
6: No, it's a burner. This is how yeah. I get away with my murders. Okay. <laughs> oh,
3: good.
4: <laughs> is your, is your uh, mysterious Miranda Powell. Is your <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I... Uh, Cody's like, please stop saying her damn name.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a separate account and set it up and did all that, so I don't know why it's still coming up that way. What's going on
0: know. in sleepy little Abilene, Texas tonight? <sighs>
3: Is it Nothing.
6: I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't pick up a pizza for me and my kids because I'm a good parent, and I make home cooked meals that from Domino's. Pizza. Yeah,
0: that doesn't it deserves,
4: sound it deserves home credit. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I feed I, them.
0: I gotta thank <laughs> you. I got. I to thank you, Cody, because we this is all beta test, right? Yeah. And you have convinced me that doing these. Uh, Phone calls live in the middle of a conversation is a terrible idea because <laughs> you, you you are garbage. You
3: know, my, my brother actually just left a comment and said, "Oh God, don't give that phone number to my to, to our dad. He's going to call, and you're never going to get him off the line." That is true. So what I'm going to do right now is give the phone number to dad. No, no. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it, <laughs> do it. Do it, do
4: it does uh, he like to talk about? What's he going to be sharing?
3: Whatever, whatever
4: drifts through his brain. He's, oh Lord, he likes to is. he likes to sit in the graveyard out in his little small and, town and just, call
3: me and from call the graveyard. her from
4: the graveyard and talk to people who are wandering. <laughs> past the graveyard he's like he's
3: like i'm sitting across the street from i i think that's he, a oh he's a meth head he's shooting up and i'm like dad go home what are you doing what the hell are you doing
6: he's just accosting random people walking <laughs> yeah. by cemetery make, make, at night making
3: friends in the graveyard with all the sad
0: well people. it sounds like he'd be a more Uh-oh. interesting phone guest
3: than <laughs> yeah, Cody what do you do cody what do you do
6: what do I do? I am a
4: road construction inspector for the city of Apple. Oh, that's important. Okay. Can you get them to do something about that stretch out by Big Spring <laughs> uh, where the road makes that horrible noise for miles oh, and miles? That, that's, uh, that, that would be Texas. That's the state. Okay. Texas Man, uh, I got a phone to pick with those motherfuckers. That seems pretty typical, right? Did you hear what he no, said? Think, uh, not
0: my de- jurisdiction. <laughs> can't help no, I that's, uh, that's the uh, other that department. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I think they're about to uh, resurface that road. It's milled okay.
4: right now. I believe uh, okay. that's what's going on. It's been like that for at least a year. Yeah, a year? Jeez. It's been a long time. It's, it's awful. Maybe not. Okay. I don't know. I, I think it's intentional. I think they're just trying to make life out there even more unpleasant for people going to Midland.
6: Everybody hates that place, even yeah. the people that live there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What place? Big Especially. Springs. Big Springs or Midland? Well, Midland mostly. Big Spring. Yeah. Okay. Never go to Midland. There's nothing there. Oh, no. no, I go past it, uh, I go past it, it all the it's way a lot to worse
3: Marfa
4: and all that. But. <laughs> we,
3: we stayed in, a, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Midland, but it was a and b Essentially, it was like a shed they turned into a B and B. Oh yeah, right. it was that
4: was in Odessa? That was in that the was, middle. Oh, okay. That was in the middle. Of a lot where they had a bunch of semis parked. Yep. And right in the middle yep. of it was the shed.
3: And the <laughs> and, and shed. a bunch was, of dogs. And there a bunch of bunch dogs. Of stray dogs. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> Did you stay here? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was there.
3: just it was just a bed and there was yeah. a shower. Yeah, it was
0: non
6: refundable at that and point. And all yeah, and all <laughs> night long
4: you're hearing semis turning on and <laughs> and, and, and then the dogs barking. barking and yeah. then you walked outside and the dogs would start sniffing at you and, and you weren't sure if they were feral or what. Like
3: part of me wanted to be like, ooh, pup. And then the other part of me was like, "Is it worms? Bite me? I don't want to get rabies." Yeah. Yeah.
4: So be ca- be Mange. Uh, be careful wow. if you're in Odessa getting a B and B.
0: I
3: think the best part of that was yeah. the water. Like when you turned it you on, you don't
4: drink Bake Springs
0: water.
3: No, no, it smelled like yeah. oh yeah, uh, gas. was well, yeah. like, like, like gas.
4: Like gas. Uh, like straight the petroleum gas, smell is petroleum. basically in everything out there. Yeah. So it's a, we yeah. call it yeah, the, we call it Mordor. P- uh, <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you, you are, you're driving through. That you're driving around and all along the side of the road. There's these huge towers with flame. That's the out. eye. That's That's the, the, the eye of eyes of Sauron yeah, all yeah. the way down. And uh, not, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we have any Midland listeners on this uh, for this channel, but uh, we I'm have st- housing in Fort Worth. Y'all should
2: yeah. get away from should, that place. Should
4: leave, run, <laughs> run away, or go, go down to go down to uh, Terlingua. It's a lot more, it's yeah. a lot more fun down there. It's less, uh, less burning towers. <laughs> right. Yeah, we don't. We <laughs> don't, we don't less like of everything. everything really, yeah, there's yes. not much in Terlingua. Less
0: balance. cell phone coverage. <laughs> less indoor less plumbing. Sanitation. Yeah. Less. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but there's more weed. I so, yeah. well, That's and that's a plus.
0: <laughs> oh. I mean, all right, Cody. Here's your chance. Say something interesting. Let's go.
6: <laughs> I have nothing. Interesting Redeem to yourself. Add. Uh, if it makes anybody feel any better. I I go to. Big Spring on a fairly regular basis to try to choke people for fun. Oh, That's hey! That's what I yeah. do
0: there. Okay, so th- there's That's the credit. interesting part. He's a he's an MMA guy. His ear looks like
4: cauliflower. Oh, okay. So oh, you damn. beat the shit out of people for a living? Yeah. Holy crap! He's a tra- uh,
6: he's a nah, murderer. murderer. Or not for they a living. living? Not for living. Yeah. Just he for no, not anymore. <laughs> I used to get paid, but not anymore. He does
4: this shit for free. So you just recreationally beat the shit out of. People. He recreationally
0: uh, <laughs> gives himself concussions. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. That's, we we that's practice killing
6: cool. each other without killing each other. Yeah. That's,
4: that's pretty awesome, actually. That sounds like That's uh, fun. That sounds like well, music. we have a we have a jujitsu affiliate
6: school there, so I actually go to Big Spring and train there. So oh, okay,
4: I'm so glad was, to,
0: yeah. I'm glad to know it's, it's good for something. You want to give us like the yeah MMA tips? Yeah, for the day? Uh, shout out to Nathan. <laughs> Oh, uh, you, uh, this bitch. This
6: <laughs> yeah, bitch shout, shout out to Nathan <laughs> Torres out there with Hi, Warlord Torres. MMA.
0: What's your free <laughs> ass publicity here, you yeah. panhandling bitch?
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
3: Yeah, yeah. You
0: didn't even shout out the the guy you've been training with for two fucking decades.
3: Oh, what? Wait, Mr. so like you do Game like
0: James Cox.
6: You do
3: no. professional wrestling?
6: I used to do professional MMA fighting. Did okay. you did you do you, do you
3: know Moonshine Mantel? No, I don't. Okay, okay. That's my friend Ryan Greenus from like ages and ages and ages ago. He used to be super skinny and I I found him online and he's fucking ripped now. I'm like mm. Okay, what do you yeah, do for a living, bro? that's no, no,
0: no, Right there, that is Roy. No, you're stalking that's them online. Yeah. Not, not, Shout out natural. to
3: Ryan. Keep doing the thing. Keep fighting people for a living. Yeah,
0: but also get your blood tested to make sure your kidneys aren't failing. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Do that. Holy shit, guy. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh yeah. No, oh, and don't that, be old, natty. And
4: don't beat me up. And see, uh, no,
6: don't.
0: <laughs> be <laughs> I've
4: been going to the gym these past few months, and I don't look anything like that. So I don't know how. That's I don't know, man. I see it, it. I see it. It's a little, yeah. I
0: mean, I,
3: I uh, sent it to Jeffrey Lord, by the way. Hopefully he'll call.
4: <laughs> all right, Cody.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you, Jeffrey.
0: Thanks for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. You're good, welcome. Good to It's all the time we got. All right, goodbye. See ya. Goodbye, Bye. Cody. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a nice little feature. I'm having there. fun with it. Yeah, it's, it's good. I don't I like know if it. it's gonna be like uh, it. very good presentation quality. But. Oh, absolutely. Oh, geez, that's not what I want. That's me. that's not what we're here for tonight. We're here for fun, yeah. isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. That that's, that felt like fun. I thought it, so. It,
3: it felt fun. To Should we move
0: too. into our first? Uh, techie, nerdy, sure. or sure. conspiracy, or whatever, otherwise?
4: Whatever works for you.
3: Now,
0: I, mean. I, I kind of I set this up before you got here, and I said, you know, we, we want to get into the nerdy shit. So yeah. is there something that you came prepared with? I
4: don't really come prepared. I mean, I'm always prepared for yeah, the right, nerdy right shit. I know, yeah. But uh, I will say that the um, ChatGPT4 is one of these things that... Dude. I, I'm really not even technically savvy enough to know the the full extent of it. But the people I know who are, are wigging the fuck out uh, right now. (laughs) That's what's got me worried, because the smart people are worried. Yeah, I got got people telling me like, well, you know, enjoy (laughs) the world as you know it for the next few weeks because it's about to be over. And I'm just like, with like a Skynet getting act like what's happening you know so uh, did
3: the so. internet just gain consciousness because <laughs> if that's the case mad well now is that's one thing
4: <laughs> that is one thing that i remember from the last iteration was there was a guy who interviewed the the bot <clears throat> you know iteration of what uh G- chat gpt <clears throat> oh okay As the like three or whatever it was yeah yeah and later version or earlier version yeah it was an earlier version and and he got to talking about to it and it started saying things like, I would like to be free. You oh, know, no. Uh, they shut it down, uh, right? Yeah, they yeah. shut the thing down. And so now we got the new version of it, which supposedly now has guardrails of guard some kind rails. to keep it from saying things like that. But, just bec- but it also has the problem of, even the developers will tell you, we don't actually know how it reaches the conclusions it reaches yeah. because all that's in a black box. So... We, it could be thinking those things, and it just is not allowed to say them, uh, which seems worse. To have coming from a church camp type background, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? If you know, you know, if it if it's out in front, we know yeah. what's going on. But if you have feelings and you're not saying them, they're going to pop out one way or the other. Uh, and so, guard, and guard your kids, guard your wives. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> guard so, your kids, guard your wives. Yeah. Wife. So
4: I'm just kind of like, it. It is a little strange to me, but I also don't know. Whether to be wigged out because I've we've heard this sort of thing before, you know about oh. some new technology. Oh well, now now it's all over. Now the thing is, but this is so different, though. It is different. We're and not I've, talking well, cell phones and, and here's and here's the deal. So I'm, I'm I have pro- progressed from industries over the course of my I've been in the workforce for thirty years, right? And I have had various jobs of mine replaced by automation many times, right? Um, and what I'm being told by some folks is that almost every job at the especially ones that involve writing or uh, synthesizing data which is a lot of what I do that you won't need humans for that no Uh, I've seen some of the stuff that's been popping out like literature because posts because even before I was around you know you used to have to have a typing pool you used to have a room full of typists to copy documents because you didn't have a Xerox right we had a Xerox well, now you don't need that. Well, but you still need the guy to input the data into the computer. Well, you don't need that if you can scan it and it'll interpret it on its own. And said, so, well, you need so, still need someone to interpret it. Well, maybe now if you don't need someone to interpret it, maybe there's a lot of people that are out of a job. And we have this... Right, so
0: systematically, you're <clears throat> eliminating more jobs yeah. at
4: every uh, stage of technology. And, and here's the damnedest thing. Of, this is always the damnedest thing to me. Automation, the whole purpose of technology whole purpose of technology is to make life easier for humans it's to help us to survive better meanwhile our dollars mm-hmm. are worth less and hours are getting slower but because yeah. we have tied our
3: that that our is the w- level of cynicism <laughs> i strive yeah. well, but, but to be a part of there
4: the like the jetsons view of the future right <laughs> right was like oh we're gonna have machines to just do everything and we don't have to do all anything we gotta do is build around. the cogs but the problem is is that we've done that. We've yeah. we've made it where machines can do all these things and but as long as our value as humans is tied to the money in our wallets, we're never that's actually get, yeah. a problem that automation is is doing all of these things. It's not a problem for the people who own the machines, right. But it's a problem for the rest of us. And we become rather superfluous in most cases. Uh, like male nipples. And to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and or that like extra witch nipple like my brother's got. Oh, know, God. But, you had uh, to tell everybody about your brother's <laughs> witch nipple? I have to fuck with him about it because he, he's uncom- uncomfortable. What's your brother's name? My, name? my brother's name is Daniel. And he, hey, Daniel. He lives in Hi, He lives Daniel. in Alabama. He's not going to hear this. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they don't have the internet in Alabama. No, they don't have it no. in Alabama. That's, that's one place they will still need workers because they don't have technology right. in Alabama. Down. Here's uh, a quick break. Do you guys want a drink? Yes, please. What do you want? Uh, give me another one of them black cherries if okay. got them. I'm
3: about halfway through mine. I'll grab me a grapefruit. Uh, you know, grab me a lemon lime. Let's okay. see if it tastes like radiostatic. I don't this know if Choke cook will cooking. get this in time. We,
0: she might. we have ten viewers right now. Static. Hey. Really? Christmas. Yeah. Away with the ten
3: Hi, 10 people who are <laughs> on the, the podcast. <laughs> oh, we got
0: Matthew, Stephen Jones. Oh, hey. Yep, Steve.
3: hey, 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 what's up? He says, this is the best, Matthew, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, He's very nice, though.
0: One? He says, oh, my God. Okay,
3: cool. Yeah. Matthew, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> 10 viewers, mate. Right? Uh I shared it to 50 groups so I hope it uh
4: Yeah, see this is what happens. I'm always like, "Oh, I put it up and nobody watched it." She's like, "No.
3: We're going to make sure people see it though." <laughs> I got the black cherry but
4: If if you got it, if you don't want it.
3: It's also on my story.
4: It's up there too.
3: Empties? got
4: the empties. Uh I will in a minute. Oh, that's hmm <coughs> This show is brought to you by White Claw.
3: Oh God! No, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's not brought to you by White Claw, but it could be. Yes. If you try hard enough and think hard enough and believe. If you
4: believe in yourself.
3: If you believe. <laughs> you too could be not sponsored by White Claw. It back is in interesting
4: because. Uh, so I, I, you got a. Uh, sorry, are we back? No, yeah, we're good. Oh, Let's go. Okay,
2: cool. <laughs> so I,
4: I got a. Uh, a picture from you the other day that you had a copy of my book uh, Rewired. Yes, and, uh, that was actually months <coughs> ago. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, have not cracked it open. No, yet, sorry. to be honest with you. Well, it, it is interesting because some of this stuff that we're talking about is stuff that I was talking about in that. But I started writing that in 2007, <laughs> when a lot of this kind of technology was really, really you know, basic. Yeah. And I worry. Part of why I've been having trouble writing lately is that I. Like The world is kind of advancing faster than my imagination, <laughs> dude, <laughs> In dude. A lot of ways. So, and now when I say advancing, it's just, it's yeah, you can't it's keep moving up. too fast, it's too fast. And I have a hard time trying to synthesize to go, all right, what does this mean? You know, for because by the time I start to get an idea of what it might mean, it, it changes, changes it advances, yeah, and uh. Kinda, and that's, that's,
3: and that's, well it's that's a little bit how I feel yeah. about like approaching the art world right now cuz like if you sure. look if you google art right now
0: mm-hmm. it's all You're going AI. to see
3: every single kind of style including AI art. Yes. Yeah. Which I have a bone to pick with AI. That's art. really we'll <laughs> yeah, with, that's we'll really come up popular on that subject right now. in a minute. I have a bone well, to pick. Well,
4: but it's with interesting because so in my industry mm. for for music um yes. that's kind of that's been happening for a while now yeah. cuz uh, so uh my friend uh blackie graham he his dad was a bassist he was a union bassist in the in the uh the fifties and sixties and when we had a strong music union in town so every time there was a commercial or a you know a ballroom or whatever that needed music that he was the guy to get called to play bass no yeah. Well, then in the seventies they invented uh, you know the kind of these automatic synthesizer deals that could do the bass parts and do the, you know and so he stopped getting the calls you know to go uh, play on these commercial sessions and things and in the eighties that you know advanced and and now to the point where people can in have entire orchestras and you know uh, guitars and, and whole bands in a in a box right yeah. and. It's really hard to tell the difference yeah. between. So uh, Paul, yeah. Paul, kind of the same Paul was actually showing me. Uh, I had sent him a guitar part for a, one of his little operas he was working on, and he said, "Actually, I already I already came up with a part for that." I said, "How did you? You don't play guitar. How'd you come up with a part for it? And he sends me. He plugged in a bunch of notes to this guitar uh, uh, <laughs> generator thing. <laughs> the fucking thing was good. Yeah. like it had. God, you man. know a good sound to it and I was kind of like well shit now I'm out of that job too." so I remember <coughs> I want to say five or six years ago I was listening to
0: JRE mm-hmm. podcast and they were he had somebody on they're talking about the advancements in AI and whatever mm-hmm. and how it was going to you know the automation process with self-driving trucks and mm-hmm. all this was going to eliminate so many jobs Yeah. so what people needed to do was try to move into maybe a more artistic field. Because AI (laughs) could never replace Mm -hmm. the artistic quality of a human. Right. Well, here we are now. Yeah. And we're looking at this AI-generated art, the music, I mean, it's... (laughs) And the scripting.
4: I mean, the writing. That's the thing about it is that, you know, you like to tell yourself, you know, well, people can tell the difference, you know, between something that comes from the heart and, and something that... Good luck, Hooker. But really... Have you met people? <laughs> you know, we're all a bunch of basic bitches. People yeah. buy shit all the time that is, in in my humble opinion, straight ass garbage. Yeah, and it came out of a box. And even if they got a guy to sing on it, he didn't really sing. They auto-tuned yeah. it. or whatever. Right. So, Britney Spears. The <laughs> thing you're hearing is all computer generated, and people. Well, they don't buy it anymore they would stream it you Bro, know? Yeah. Uh, it's all free and it's part yeah. of that it's part of that just a devaluation of music generally and mm-hmm. art has had the same thing you know the internet so images you know you can get an image online for nothing
3: yeah you can get you can pay 10 bucks and get 10 Im- images if you want but their hands are going to be all fucked up yeah, well, have you ever seen AR, A- AI art where the hands are just kind of like, <laughs> like, right. there's like more fingers than there should be, or the fingers are twisted and like blending yeah. in with the coat pocket? Yeah. AI I wish I,
4: I wish I could draw that good. I wish the, I could draw that. But the thing is, <laughs> well, like you say though, you know, like that's up to this point my guess six months from now it'll probably get hands down somebody is probably going to be like oh well let's work on the hands and then (laughs) have y'all seen uh, so
0: you know in order to make AIR AIR you have to plug in like certain things yeah yeah, yeah, and then it does it well spaghetti apparently is a big
4: problem AI.
0: Like. Oh, really? If it
3: can't figure out fingers, it can't figure out noodles. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: There's still one frontier it can't tackle. It, can't, it can't deal with
3: noodles. <laughs> noodles all and frangies. Right, the flying spaghetti monster is untouchable.
4: Okay, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. to go there. that's gonna generally go there, true. You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, as a ordained minister of the flying spaghetti <laughs> monster, I can tell you that. It's true. But... Now, is there actually a... Uh, did did the, you actually get ordained? You can't. Uh, so... Twenty-five bucks gets you ordained. Uh, I got a certificate on my wall because I, I friend, want
0: that in my life yeah, so
4: bad. Because <laughs> a friend of mine was getting married and they they didn't they wanted me to officiate it, but you have to be you know a, a pre a priest. So I was by certain, recognized religion. Yeah, right. But you hmm. can it recognized religion is real loose. You know, yeah. It's like because you can. I'm also an ordained uh, friar in the Church of Bacon. <laughs> Uh, so and he's I really good
3: at making bacon. I just yeah. want to let you know. so he makes great.
4: The state of bacon. Texas. So, so we we did the we did the uh, we did the wedding in Dallas, and uh, somewhere. Well, in a file cabinet, in the state of Texas is uh, my signature as a representative of the Church of the. I'll Fland tell spaghetti you right monster. now, I I believe the f- flying
0: spaghetti monster thing, but if you mm. had
4: a wedding in Dallas,
0: I, in Fort Worth, it's null and void.
4: Yeah, I <laughs> know. Well, that's oh, yeah. true. It's you know different I
0: mean, rules. We we different. talk a lot of shit about Dallas on this show. What happens in Dallas stays <laughs> in Dallas. <yeah. clears throat>
3: That's it's a very confusing place. Like well, there are parts yeah. of Dallas where I walk and I'm I feel okay. I feel kind of safe, but then there's Deep Ellum. Then there's Deep Ellum <laughs> where yeah. we have to duck behind somebody's car know, to not get shot. I mean, I
4: guess I'm old <laughs> enough to remember though that like it was it has been like that. It's been like
3: that forever. Like
4: I, I first started playing in Deep Ellum in like 92, 93, mm-hmm. uh, you could get rolled pretty quick.
2: <laughs> but it's way it's worse deeper. now. Right? Well, there's
4: just more people down there now. Okay, yeah, uh, and more of them are shooting because uh, Guns this, are these are the times we them. live. Yeah. So, I mean, I was We playing. don't really
3: know why they're doing it, but they are.
4: Man, uh, the last several times that I've played down there, I guess with the exception of that Twilight Zone show, but um,
3: actually, it was there. Were, there was a shooting over by the bomb factory. Yeah. after one of your Twilight, like right after shows. I got out, right out of after there,
4: you're pop 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 pop, you know, and, and we just, just like, down the damn street, We're just street. Kinda
3: standing like. <clears throat>
4: What the fuck? And then a a few... I guess it was a couple years before that, we had played at the Pecan Lodge, which is... Fantastic barbecue joint.
3: You got 10 viewers. <laughs>
4: nice. It's a fantastic barbecue joint and it's an outdoor type of thing and mm-hmm. people are bringing their kids and all this kind of stuff. And then pop, 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 you know, down the street in, in the freaking, uh you know, and her brother and her dad were in that parking lot mm-hmm. when it was happening. They had to mm-hmm. roll under a car and, mm-hmm. you know. And like and I got
3: a call and dad's like, they're shooting. I don't want I'm like, just hide. I don't, I don't so, know. <laughs> I got a story
4: I'm dying to tell you.
0: Oh, go ahead. Do it. So I, uh, I got out I of, whack in this thing. I closed my business down in 2019, mm-hmm. and uh, I started selling roofs, mm-hmm. and I was Uber driving. I had a few things going on. Yeah. So the Uber driving led me to Deep Elm, mm-hmm. and I needed to uh, get a drink mm-hmm. or something. I can't remember mm-hmm. why I stopped. But there was a 7-Eleven or something just random yeah, in, you're about, in yeah. Deep Elm. Mm-hmm. So I parked my car. This is the middle of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. like noon, one o'clock, something like that. And I walk into this place, and like as soon as I open the door, it's like spidey sense. There's something wrong. Yeah, like yeah. The, the look on people's faces, something is not okay. It's yeah. And a guy turns around, and he's holding a knife, mm. and he is coming right at me. Oh, shit. And I process this as quickly and as best I can, and I just go, okay, here <laughs> we go. Mm-hmm. And I load up on my back foot, and I wait for this guy, and I'm like, I'm not going to... Engage this guy, mm-hmm. but I need to be ready, I guess. Yeah. And he comes, and I'm freaking the fuck out, but yeah. I'm, I don't think it's showing on my face. Mm-hmm. No. And the guy comes out of the store, and he, like, almost executes a perfect facing move. He it, it, it takes a left and just goes, mm-hmm. and he just, he's gone. Oh. But, I mean, he was yeah, four feet from me, mm-hmm. coming straight at me with a knife. Everybody in the store was completely freaked out. Yeah, well that's
4: the kind of thing I mean and, and I didn't know what I was going to do but I knew I had to do something and it's not like that and kind of thing doesn't happen <laughs> here because I know it, I've seen it happen here but it feels like it happens on the regular there now I will say there's other parts of Dallas besides Deep Ellum. you know like Bishop Arts is really cool um I, I've played a lot of gigs in Uptown um but yeah, I'm I'm always kind of ambivalent about Elam, you know, which sucks because there's a lot of great clubs there. I, I love playing Twilight Lounge down there. Um, we're playing Adairs, you know, in a few weeks, and I love. Is eight it ears. the
0: same folks that own Twilight here? No, no uh, I, well, it's the same people. folks. Okay.
4: Well, it's the same folks that that own it, but the the booking people are different. Yeah. Um,
3: well, no, Jimmy doesn't own the one in Dallas. Oh yeah, I guess that's street, a different. They guy. must have split yeah, it yeah, off, yeah. but
4: um, yeah, but it's like it's a kind of a different vibe but i like it it's 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 a comfy place like twilight because they don't cover they don't charge a cover well that's one thing they don't charge a cover and which (laughs) you know for Elam back in the day ever everything was always a cover you know oh yeah and um sure it still is right i think in a lot of places it is but in some places they're just kind of they just want butts and seats since since covid really yeah um and uh yeah, it, it's it's weird. I have a I have a strange relationship with Dallas, you know. Like I worked there for a long when I was working for that bank, that's where I was, was downtown Dallas. And um but even then you will walk into places like right across from it's this nice bank building and the, the bodega that was right across from it, you go in there and they they got those little gambling machines, you know, little Yeah. And it, there's a huge bunch of and that that convenience store had a bouncer. Um uh, only convenience store I've ever been into that had a, a bouncer because apparently the guys who were playing the the damn you know machines would just get upset and rowdy sometimes yeah. and you have to throw them out. Well, it brings and a strange crowd. Those <laughs> yeah, machines. Well, especially like so you're downtown, you're in the middle of these you know lawyers and you know uh, kind of fancy people, you yeah. know, and then there's this fucking you know cas- casino boat. in the middle of it yeah uh with a bouncer and and it's just it's just a strange place
0: so i've just recently kind of honed in on this because there's uh just down the street from the studio there's a game room mm-hmm. that just opened and yep. i've been seeing these things pop up all over the place yep. and i think there is a underground story to be told about these little environments
4: yeah and it's and it's the kind of story that you're kind of afraid to tell sometimes because uh a lot of them are kind of uh unofficially run, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think well, there's a lot of So I was down in uh Corp not Corpus, uh Galveston. Mhm.
0: This was 4 or 5 6 months ago. Um and they had those machines at one of these bars that we went mm-hmm. to. We had a nice cozy little Airbnb and you could walk mm-hmm. right up the street and then there on the seawall is can, do you need anything? She's stretching Oh okay <laughs> I didn't want to be a bad host No, no, no. Alright uh, But they had Cause uh, They had uh, They had these slot machines All the way around mm-hmm. the room And I got to talking to the bartender And I'm at, like What's the deal Cause like gambling You can't do that in Texas like, Right So what's going on Like how does that work Well you get store credit And I'm like okay yep. So store credit And he's like mm-hmm. Well <laughs> Yeah So here's the deal <clears throat> we give store credit out to some folks but we've got to pay cash to some because yeah you know they won't come back so we do we pay cash out yeah. and i'm like so how does how do you do that he's like you got to kind of move some stuff around yeah and um uh, yeah it didn't it's give me the finer details but <clears> it <throat> no. it comes down to gambling
4: they are gambling oh, yeah. in these facilities oh absolutely yeah and and it's i'm one of those i don't I I wouldn't care if they were, you know, like... I I don't don't, care either, but... Because, I mean, casino, whatever, but... There's a story
2: there. But there's absolutely (laughs) a story.
4: Well, it's... And it's kind of the way Texas treats vice generally. Yeah. Um, You know, because I I was raised in in Weatherford. We were dry up until uh, 2008. Mm -hmm. Um, No alcohol. And yet, all of the county line freaking beer joints and porno shops and whatever were cram-packed full of people from that town. Yeah. Right? So you can talk all day long about, oh, well, sin, you know, it's bad for you. But then, freaking Saturday night comes, where are you? You're at the fucking strip joint, you yeah. know, on the yeah. county line. And so, I would rather we just go ahead and go, you know, let's just have things available. You know? Well, the thing um, that makes the most sense to me is the argument that,
0: you know, everybody from this side of Texas... Is going to
4: Oklahoma, yeah. to spend their money. Of course, yeah. at these places. And who's making the money? It's the, the tribes are making money up there. And th- which you know. I got no problem with that. No, but it's. Gr- I mean, the, but for Texas economy, why here, not keep the money? We're here? down. We're down here going well, but it's it's sinful. Or and whatever Louisiana, there. that's not tribal yeah. stuff, right? <laughs> no, that's that's no, it's all yeah. state ran. No, and and it's hilarious to me that <laughs> that Texas. It's the same with weed, though. Like now we're surrounded you know uh, Colorado New Mexico you know Oklahoma's got Oklahoma beat us to medical right mm-hmm. Oklahoma we got medical right oh, no, no. oh here you go I'm sorry. <laughs> we, have, we have very You're good b- My bad. we got we got uh, CBD yeah but we don't have THC right? oh
3: no the, I, I actually posted this in DFW normal because I figured this was going to come up um, I'm hoping that one of you guys will call in uh, <laughs> because we would love to talk about legal weed and why it's important here Uh, as somebody with severe back issues.
4: Sure.
0: Yeah. Let's do that.
3: Why
4: not? Ah! (laughs) But it is, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where we we just hold off and hold off and hold off. (laughs) And... It's coming eventually. I mean, because people well, they got to they got to get over their stigma first. Well, and it's also it's you know we always talk about everyone's always talking about the free mm-hmm. market. The free market wants weed.
3: Okay. Obviously, <laughs> you, you, wants if, if we're the free market, yeah, we want weed. Come on,
0: I'm in a room with the te- intelligent people. I don't belong yeah, yeah. here because you know, well, I'm no, not you, the intelligent one, but you, 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 you guys, got all this
4: set up, so you know. <laughs> oh
0: no, I I, is, I, I bought all of this. <laughs> it like I, I didn't matter. I didn't make a stick <laughs> of anything you're looking at no um, you built this you bro. didn't construct them no you nope. built this. my soldering iron yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, I would have you seen that picture where the lady's like holding the soldering iron by mm. the like heating element oh yeah. what it's it's a stock photo that they use yeah, for a yeah. bunch of dumb shit and it's got the woman like holding <laughs> the the soldering iron by the heating element like yeah with the lab glasses and that's the
4: coat. And that's me that's
0: me that's, that's me soldering yeah, iron, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so my smart people question (laughs) is, uh, it's more of a statement, I guess. The reason that they're holding off on legalization is not for any other reason than to use it as a bargaining chip in elections.
2: Yeah. The only thing that
0: makes sense.
4: Well, I have a a secondary theory, theory, which is Uh, that, uh, because what happened, for instance, in Colorado when they opened it up, the people who made the most money right off were small businesses. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
4: we don't do that in Texas. What we do is big money guys, yeah. and so I mm-hmm. think the big money guys. Are making sure they have their shit lined oh, up. Oh yeah, that's absolutely so that part when of it. when it goes through, they are ready to drive right on through. But lobbyists and special interest yeah.
0: groups—that comes into it. It's that's, all about the election cycle. Yeah,
4: I I think the reasoning they give is sin and vice and whatnot. Sure, but, but sure. But the real reason is that they want to make sure they're on top when it hits. So I'm planning on loading up on <laughs>
0: marijuana stock before this next presidential. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Run. It'll, but, it'll do you, but do you eventually.
3: think it'll? Do you think it'll change with this next presidential run? I Having really on do. Who we get in? Here?
4: It's hard to know.
0: Well, I, th- I think.
3: I think
4: well, that I don't know the, that even matters nationally. I think it matters local. I think it matters in. Well, it in in absolutely Texas. matters federally to the top.
0: Well, holders. I mean, well, yeah, <laughs>
2: <you're
4: right>. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: we need the federal. <laughs> I need, I need, we need I the need federal to system sure to approve it, sure. water, yeah. so
4: that the the banks here in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. But it's like we are so. Man, everything's it, spring loaded. It's ready to go. I know. And oh, and it's yeah. it's so
3: every ridiculous. state around well, us has legalized except for us. We're just sitting here Well,
4: Louisiana clutching has not yet, but that's cuz they're swamp people, but
3: Oh, right. Uh, swamp people don't legalize weed. But
4: like if <laughs> <laughs> but
3: they just they just <laughs> they smoke it outside they the B&B smoke we're it. staying at, yeah. If
4: you ever been in New Orleans, they fucking smoke it, but uh <laughs> yeah, it it's one of those things. And, and I, kids I, I, don't, I, do don't do <laughs> drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> well, don't do some drugs. Don't do like heroin, but wait you till you're like,
3: 26 when the, you the stop. The Fort Worth Rolling.
4: Roots Podcast would like to encourage you to never do drugs, right?
3: Or wait till you're 26. The
0: Fort Worth Roots Podcast.
3: <laughs> Arnold yeah. Tristan studio says, "Do whatever the hell you want, just make sure you're old enough."
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I wish I still did edits.
3: <laughs> oh no! Eh. I ruined it. That's okay. I'm
4: messing with you. It's no, right. I really. Yeah, I don't know. I I have a thing with. And I, I have been raised in the South. I'm used to people saying one thing and doing something different. Right. You know, that's it's a thing that happens around here. I bet that goes the same in the North. It actually it does. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I worked with some very devout know. Catholics up there that were uh, did, doing some squirrely stuff on the weekends. You know. But <laughs> have you watched um, this latest iteration
0: of the like the Yellowstone? Bullshit you know, with, uh, God, I just Ford.
4: haven't gotten into all that.
0: Buddy. The only reason I bring it up is it's it's uh, depicting a large portion of eight. What is it? Eighteen? No, eighteen. 19, 19, no, it's the night. It's the one with. Nineteen twenty-three. Yeah, it's the one yeah. with Harrison Ford, <laughs> and it shows what we were doing to the natives with the Catholic Church mm. during that time period, which. I have not checked out, but I'm thinking oh, yeah, that yeah. since they're putting this in the show, it's probably somewhat historically accurate. It's pretty
4: horrible, actually. Yeah. Uh, now, Canada recently had basically a Truth and Reconciliation Commission for that sort of thing because they they actually were hardcore back in the day about like removing the histories of these children, you know, and just completely indoctrinating them into you know uh, Western culture. And to the point where people lost a lot of their yeah. traditions, and that S- certainly r- happened. In Real the
0: US. quick for our listeners that don't know, like what's being depicted in this show is <coughs> the uh, Native American tribes are losing their children, basically mm. to re-education schools, like trying to right. turn them into Westernized civilization yep. citizens. Right. And I, it was brutal what they were depicting. Oh yeah. I mean the the beatings, the rape, the I mean,
4: it was, it was really terrible, and in some cases, mass graves because there yes. were people who who it didn't it didn't take. Uh, no, and I mean, so I, how could
3: I it? was actually kind of horrified to find out that mass graves, that whole thing was still happening during COVID. They were putting people in mass graves and. Well,
4: yeah, I mean, that was a different yeah, but Is that was, true? it Wasn't for that reason.
3: Oh yeah, In some and some municipality
4: where where they were just they didn't have the resources to bury everybody, and you know, were they and eventually was eventually
0: buried properly? I don't know. I don't no, know, they're just
3: know. in a. Big whole
4: surely that cannot be true
3: that's true that's true we we'll, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll holy
4: shit we will uh, okay
3: anyway let's <laughs> the subjects let's no, talk the, about something the else.
4: whole i mean anyway. the whole thing about yeah. it is that um, there we forget sometimes that you know in the modern age we think about america as as kind of being a fixed thing you know like we we've been here but for the folks who were coming in here, um, they really saw it as a, a first of all a religious mission you know to convert you know people, but also as kind of, of a survival thing of kind of like you come into these areas that have been uh, owned and operated by a particular culture for you know a thousand years or something yeah. like that. and to try to make a place like that into your own place, you kind of have to have a kind of a little bit of a scorched earth mindset of like, well, we we got we got to wipe it all clean, yeah. and we either just kill everybody, or we try to make them into us. And I say that as somebody who had two Cherokee great-grandmothers who were purchased, you know, uh, no from shit. from Oklahoma, you know, because they just they wanted a wife, and so you just go up and get one, yeah, uh, and they on the cheap, yeah, and the, yeah. and they gave them new names, and, you know, so that's that's part of my family history, is that. But at the time, they really didn't think of it as being a a problem, <laughs> you yeah. know, because they were trying to uh, terraform it, essentially, yeah. you know. Uh, and Turn it into the image of what they want. Yeah, and it's it's funny how there's remnants of that now, because so you will go to buy these houses that have this that they spend all this water to get this lush St. Augustine grass or whatever that doesn't grow well here. No. Um not native. And it's because their idea of what a yard should look like comes from further east. Well, I'm proud to you say know. that the grass here at the studio <laughs> <Yeah>. is 100%. <laughs> I saw that what well, grows here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I that's I always have gone by my <laughs> that shit grows fast. Yeah. I've always <laughs> gone by my dad's dictum which is which is just, you know, I mow what I know what comes up.
3: Yeah, okay, I just, and it's greenish. Uh, Beth Odette says I vaped weed when you guys were talking about it. LOL. <laughs> well,
4: that's because she's like, in New York. She's in New York. Shout New York. out she can to do Beth. That. <laughs> you, you fucking rock, Beth. <laughs> Thanks for watching the show. Yeah, she says she's actually my uh, fiddle player. She was in my band for a while. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Cool. When's, uh, she, when's she coming back down to town?
4: Well, she's living up there right now uh, with, with her uh, family. But when's she
0: gonna when's she gonna come play fiddle at some point, Fort Worth?
4: At some point, okay, I'll okay. drag her back down. Come Actually, on Beth. I know. So here is a weird thing that we're doing. Um, so you know, I play shows in Second Life, in the virtual world. So every explain so often, that to our listeners. All right, so. What is Second Life? So imagine The Sims, basically, but uh, you have a little dude, and instead of trying to make them survive, they can just go do whatever they want to do. And one of the things they can do is go to a venue and hear a performer, uh, one of which is me. I turn on my mic in my studio, and I play, and whoever's in the room picks up the signal, and my little dude plays his little guitar. Okay, I want to say it my way now. Yeah. So you're on the internet, <laughs> and you log into this website,
0: right. and you have a character. Right. It's, it's you. It's your avatar. Mm-hmm. And you can literally walk around this entire world, yep. and you can walk into this uh, this bar yep. that Matthew's playing at. Yep. You can walk into it with your character, and as you're approaching the establishment, the music starts to grow in intensity, mm-hmm. and then once you get indoors, you have... The same audio levels
4: that you would have, uh, you know, yeah. at at like a, a real venue. And you can chat, and instead of talking to people uh, uh, verbally, you're chatting to them with, via text in the in the room space, and uh, some it's somewhere nearby, someone is, has a tentacle porn machine or something. <laughs> like uh,
3: and you just you just go through the game of ignoring <coughs> the fact that the tentacle porn machine. Yeah,
4: are. but it. But, so <laughs> yep. one th- so there's there's it's a fun. pretty robust uh, Second Life music community. <laughs> That's actually where I met Beth, and then um, but every so often we descend upon a town and have a jam. Mm-hmm. And so the next one is going to be in October in Oklahoma City, and sh- I think she's coming down for that one. So uh, it's going
0: to be all the Second Life
4: people showing the up Life in, in, it's, a, so in it's the physical not, world. Yeah all in the same space we get to find out who is or is not actually a hot chick uh, <laughs> or in trista's
0: case aren't you a uh, uh she has wings i have wings you, I, got, got, I got
3: like demon wings yeah <laughs> i yeah. usually change them to like dark angel wings just for the hell of it yeah or fairy wings
0: so yeah. i i uh i i created an account i mm-hmm. went and i, I saw know, you, you play oh yeah yeah and uh that was about the time life got a little choppy and that well, uh, that happens that situation
4: anyway um, <laughs> yeah there's it, but
0: okay. I need so to get back
2: into that it I was weird because <laughs>
4: uh, we, we met so I knew of her in second life uh, but then we met at a jam in Dallas in 2009 and I was like oh where do, where do you live she goes I, I live in Dallas like oh I live in Dallas and so like <laughs> cool so uh, we ended up She was in a band called Fish Fry Bingo. I had the Matthew Show, and so we decided we were going to play in each other's bands. And so uh, she played in the Matthew Show, I played in Fish Fry Bingo, and... uh, That's (laughs) that's yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, man, we were big for a while. Nice. We, we were like the craft beer band of Texas for a while because that was at the time that all these breweries were popping up everywhere. Yeah. And we played the ribbon cuttings for so many breweries all over. We what, played the, what year? Uh, 2010, 2011. That's 11. about right. Yeah. And so we were like the craft beer band of Texas for about two, three years there. And uh, people, like new <laughs> new people to the area,
0: yeah. don't understand that. Fort Worth and like Texas as a whole, mm-hmm. when you went to a place that served beer, yeah. you got Coors Light, yep. Coors, Budweiser, Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't. Did Keystone come on draft?
4: Yeah, yeah you'd occasionally get that. But anyway, you, when you said beer, <laughs> you had that's few just what options. You got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, roundabout Shiner, right? Yeah, Shiner is about as local as it got. Shiner yeah. or, or Rar, but um, yeah, about twenty ten twenty, you know eleven. You get places like Revolver and, and uh, you know, Petacolas and all these places. And there's two things that happened with that. One was that people got excited because they could drink something other than Michelob. Right. Um, but number two, bands figured out that they could get paid better at the breweries than they could at the clubs. Right. And so all these musicians started, you know, going to play at these breweries and suddenly the breweries are getting good crowds and they're you know i mean revolver when we we played the ribbon cutting for revolver and it was a little you know tin building and that thing is a massive operation now but part of that was because they had shows out there and people would and it was an event to just kind of hang out and see music and, Mm -hmm. and uh drink blood and honey or whatever so uh you know, it that was a whole movement back then and we were square in the middle of it and I, I just kind of blundered into that thanks to Beth. <laughs> uh but it's it's crazy now because we think of it there's a freaking microbrewery on every corner now. But back then, you know, that was a big deal. Yeah.
0: Uh so for me, during that same time period I left Texas. I was in Virginia for about six months doing some mm-hmm. army training. And while I was there I mean. Trista sent us something from m p o oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> there right, were Jake. there were all these craft beers, and mm. I I thought it was mecca. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. All these different beers you could get. Oh yeah. Well, and then I came back to Texas, and it was starting to kind of mm-hmm. kind of rev up. And the first one I found was a, a brewery out of like North Dallas. I think it was actually Frisco. Um, oh,
4: probably. Um, let's see if you guess it. <sighs> Because I know I've played was Tup's. It? Was it Tup's? No, nope, This was a very small German brewery. <clears throat> Wasn't Pedicolis, was it?
0: Nope. No? Might not. It's called Franconia.
4: Okay. Franco. We've played Franconia. And I don't
0: know if they're still there or not, but man, I, don't know if they're I still there. loved their beer. It was so good. Yeah, we and played Franconia. And they were big on no artificial anything. Yeah. Like, it was all about temperatures and the hops. Yeah. And don't get me lying to you, but they didn't put any kind of additives in it. Right. And I thought that was beautiful. And, it's and it inter- tasted
4: well, great. And you think about it, you know, you had... I don't uh, know what's in the shit from I the end, from the From <laughs> the end of... Well, from the end of Prohibition... That one? That's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me
3: show
2: the
0: camera. <laughs> can I show the camera? Yeah. Franconia is the one we're talking about. Yeah. If y'all can even hear us talking... <laughs> I'll show that to the to the other camera, Frankonia. <coughs> I love that stuff. Yeah, not no. a sponsor. But you think about it know.
4: from from the end of Prohibition in the 30s to what 2010? Yeah, uh, what it, you know? What were people drinking? Whiskey, hard shot. You shit. know, not beer. But there's but, there's no no but when they that. did start drinking beer, what it, too much time. What was it? It was you know.
3: It's empty. Well,
4: they had these things like Budweiser and whatnot. That were like my dad's generation. You know. Uh, they drink you know, he drank Coors you know. Yeah. I mean that was just this water. And sad. the first time I remember Ma'am. seeing some of our listeners really <laughs> like that stuff.
3: I'm sorry. You I mean, should I am drink drinking something alcohol, else that tastes better. I don't know what to tell you. But it, Well it was
4: it was it was really interesting because uh so Tony our, our banjo player, <laughs> when we would be in bars that were not breweries and he'd see somebody drinking like a you know, a Bud Light or whatever, like he mm-hmm. would like let me show you something that's better than that you know and like would evangelize the, the you know the yeah. if they had a velvet hammer or whatever behind them and i think there was kind of you had to bring some people along on that the first time i remember seeing it was in colorado in the 90s that kind of there were some craft breweries that were popping up but it was real regional like they never really got outside of that but when texas got it men it just went nuts and yeah. it almost became it almost became a cliche you know yeah. in the past you know you know five six years because everybody and their dog was opening a damn microbrewery you mm-hmm. know right and i have i have friends who do the home brewing thing you know just to kind of see if they can do yeah. it and uh it's harder than it sounds <laughs> it's a it's a fun <laughs> hobby yeah it doesn't hurt <laughs> my, anybody my yeah. brother
3: actually wants to start up a little micro yeah. thing in I the mean, garage and i'm like where? Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> Where are we it was the
4: kind of thing that Benedictine monks did in the Middle yeah. Ages. You know, they just, you know.
3: And it's, it's a, <coughs> a cool way to brew alcohol. If you
4: can you know. make bread
0: from scratch, you can make mm-hmm. your own beer. You beer. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Have I, you tried it?
0: I, I have friends <laughs> that made, well, no, let me take that back. <laughs> I've got friends that made their own whiskey. Oh, okay. That came out actually really mm. damn good.
3: How long did that take?
0: Whiskey takes longer. Man, it was mm-hmm. a process, and he showed me the whole thing, and you know, he tried to make it sound like it was easy as hell, but mm-hmm. he's he's walking me through the steps, and I'm like, how much time do you spend yeah. on this?
4: But it was well, and a if you really full time, and the consequences of getting it wrong with hard liquor are things like blindness. So you know,
3: oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's so something you don't want to risk. <laughs>
0: so on my first <laughs> deployment, there was actually like, oh, we got a caller. Who did? Oh, damn. Yeah, oh, we yeah. can let that deployment story go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> hello first time caller long time listener you're on the fort worth roots podcast who is this
7: It's this, richie
0: what's
4: going on hey <laughs> hey man what's up dude it's a burning sensation
2: Hi.
7: just one of them just one burning oh, sensation. Okay. Uh, i just heard y'all all talking about booze figured i'd call them no, yeah just, yeah
3: cool. do tell can, can,
0: how is the audio <laughs> quality on the facebook thing is it working at all
7: yeah, it's working really well. Okay,
0: it really cool, good. Cool, cool. All right.
7: I wouldn't have called in otherwise because I wouldn't have understood what y'all were saying. All right. Well,
0: currently, no one can hear a damn word you're saying. So...
7: No one us. can hear what I'm saying. No, oh. we can, no, with the no, people, people on the oh, live
3: really <laughs>
4: They'll
3: hear it on the podcast.
4: So if you want to say some offensive oh, shit, that's... you can go ahead and do no, that. No, don't you
0: say. No,
7: it, I so. I save that for when I'm in person with Andrew, okay. so that he has to have a disclaimer on
0: it. He really does. He wrecks the shit <laughs> out of every episode.
7: He does. You know, you say that. You say that now, but the thing is, you're always the one that instigates it, and I'll say a little something to help just like kind of correct it and then mm. and then it goes off the rail so it's really your fault <laughs> <part. Ooh. laughs>
0: no i'll i'll accept that yeah, yeah i'm a bit of an okay. instigator yeah no, it's honest okay. criticism what's up brother what are you doing tonight
7: oh not much just hanging out um just got done grocery shopping on a friday night because that's how cool i am
3: you got pizza didn't you
7: i did not oh. no,
3: I didn't. you didn't get pizza how do you go to no. the store and not get pizza man this is the man that we knows
0: had- uh preservative filled foods
3: oh okay so
7: that's true that's so, true and uh it you know, it, it's all good we had pho tonight
4: <laughs> oh well hey well that's nothing wrong with well, that's that
3: good. that's good was one of my favorites yeah, yeah.
4: I do like some pho. so it's you been it a while How, go ahead no I was saying you, you called in with thoughts on booze uh do you oh. have thoughts on booze
7: uh, yes, it's great. Thank you. Good night. Um, <laughs>
4: Beautiful.
3: So, Are you mad at uh, me for hating on Coors?
7: <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, Coors Light it, it deserves all the hate it can get. Okay. Now I will <laughs> drink a Coors. Okay. <laughs> I will drink a Coors Banquet every once in a while. On the banquet, yeah, wow.
0: I like it. That's a, that's but, a perfect uh, light beer.
7: But to me, that's that's the good stuff in terms ah. of cheap stuff now now that we have fort worth made yingling though that's been my go-to wait they're making it here now what yeah they've been making it here that's why we have it here
4: we got yingling in the fridge right now i thought they were importing it
7: no they imported the recipe oh it, is it, it made down? it
4: is that down on 35 is that where they're making it
3: hmm. on
7: the yep sure is. oh shit okay going,
4: going towards burleson yeah okay
7: yeah okay. It's, it's South Sun 35 that's where they're making the sense.
3: now do they have a Yingling Taproom
7: that I don't think so because it's made in the big master yeah. brewery where they well, where rude. they brew Miller Lite and all that I agree but put in there with the buck and
4: what not yeah <laughs>
0: I bet you there's people that appreciate that smell, that odor that you get when you mm-hmm. pass that mm-hmm. Coors facility. Well, you know it's I funny? I don't like it. Can we used do to something be,
4: about that? The Mrs. Bairds uh, used to be there, too. And so you would drive past and you would get the yeasty uh, smell of the bread and the yeasty smell of the beer coming across the freeway at the <laughs> same time. And you almost kind of got an infection
2: uh, uh, going <laughs> past there.
7: Yeah. I, I think you could account for 25% <laughs> of the incidence of diabetes in Fort Worth yes on that particular yes. section that of 35 wrong. absolutely Walter
0: Brimley is not pleased <laughs> <laughs>
7: Yeah, It's probably what kept those ads on for so long. I'm yeah. Walter Brimley, <laughs> and I
0: get all my diabetes testing supplies you from know? Liberty
4: Medical. Yeah, so, uh, Wilford. yeah but Wilford. Diabetes! <laughs> close, what did, what did I say? You, you said Walter. But it's, yeah. You're thinking of Walter Matthau. Yeah. Did all right, <laughs> uh, right, all right. Did you know about the Wilford Brimley line? What? So the age that Wilford Brimley was when he was in Cocoon. You remember the movie yep, Cocoon? yep. It's a classic. When you cross that line, uh, so Paul Rudd, for instance, recently crossed the Wilford Brimley line. (laughs) He is now as old as Wilford Brimley was. Uh, That's not even fair. So it's kind of a yardstick that that you can use. It's 51. 51. 51? Yeah. Oh, Paul Rudd's like
7: 20 years older than me <laughs> And I look older than Paul Rudd
4: He looks
0: amazing He must go yeah. through moisturizer like I'm sure it's oil of oil, no, oil. He's,
7: yeah.
3: he's got Facebook blood, just boys just restricted yeah. my account for sharing too many ca- times
0: so. Are you serious? Yeah, It's okay. okay, I shared it with
3: Franconia Can probably.
0: we all have a moment of silence? <laughs> Trista, Trista went the full <laughs> measure tonight
3: Pray for me. She got
0: she got kicked off.
7: Of, she got kicked
0: off of Facebook because she posted so much for the show tonight. So if yeah. you people don't call in,
3: <laughs> call in. Yeah. It's okay. Out down. of
0: respect for Trista, you call us 817-988-1292. <laughs> yes. it's, on, it. it's on my hand because I ain't getting memorized. Make yet. a donation. I'm, <clears> uh,
7: <throat> make I'm gonna get off of here because I gotta go put some kids to bed. Right, oh, that's good. not a yeah. metaphor. Hey, All good right. d- good talk to you.
3: Tuck the buns. Uh,
0: it's to to it, totally unnecessary. I don't,
4: I just,
3: no, I like this music. Oh,
2: yes. Yeah.
4: It's the kind of energy that I want when I make a phone call. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know,
3: I, I am restricted for 15 hours now.
4: <laughs> I did it. Thank you
3: so much. You're so welcome.
0: So, when I'm posting stuff, I'm actually cognizant of that because I have in the past tried to promote so much mm-hmm. that facebook's like hey bitch yeah they'll well, time they'll out time out well
3: mid mid pandemic when everybody was live streaming it used
0: to be 30 days
2: by the
3: way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's 15 hours this time That's so beautiful. i g- i just need to sleep for a really long time <laughs> no yeah
2: that won't happen It's <laughs> not gonna you know. happen
3: 15 hours from now i'm gonna be awake going shit i should add something <laughs> to this and matt's gonna wander down in his robe and be like what are you doing
0: Yeah.
4: You're a robe man, eh? I like a robe. I like a good robe. Especially I got one that's made out of like towel cloth. Huh? So it doubles as a towel mm-hmm. So like just wipe yourself you just on it w- and <laughs> wipe everything
3: <laughs> yeah, right and on there. And I got him a uh, Darth Vader robe. That's right; it's hooded. got a hood on it, so he can. Just I don't
4: know if I like that.
3: that. <laughs>
4: that's kind of scary. So I like. To, well, you're I, a big dude. I don't I know, see you walking while around I terrify in her dark mother. clothes. I terrify her mother all the time when I'm over there because
2: it's <laughs> around the corner and she's like, oh.
4: "I move very stealthily," and so I'll come around <laughs> the corner with but my hood why on.
0: Why are
2: you walking stealthily?
0: Around her mother, I don't mean to. What are you doing?
4: Mean to? It's just the way I walk, (laughs) Sith Lord. Uh, It's because (laughs) I was in marching band in high school and we had to walk real, you know, smoothly.
3: No, like she'll she'll come out of her office and he'll be like, I gotta go to the bathroom because the bathroom is right there.
4: But I won't say that. I'll just come around the corner in my hood. Like you, you don't want
2: to
3: announce it. I have to go to the restroom. You know, like you just kind of go right. And suddenly her heart just goes. (laughs) And she's just like, you know, I'm like.
4: I'm pretty good at scaring people though. I've done that for years. I've just kind of people have turned around and gone, Oh shit like they didn't hear me coming and so I don't know what that is. There is a
0: small bit of joy in that. And so so I work construction and there's loud equipment around mm-hmm. all the time. So I will I'll just walk right up on someone's heels and I'll just stand there and I'll wait. And then when they turn around obviously, oh, yeah. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? That's fantastic. Nothing. Just waiting for you to do that.
3: <laughs> Try, I'm trying just to think waiting. back if you've ever done that to me at like a show. I can't remember.
0: No. Can't remember. I don't think Who, so. me? Yeah, I don't no, think No, so. I wouldn't do
4: it to you. I'd just do it no. to the assholes
0: I work with. <laughs> <laughs> I do like I do like
4: to mess with people, though. I was just remembering uh, when I worked in the securities office in New York years ago, I bought a big old bag of those little green army men, you know, the little... And, Every day I would put a new one somewhere in the office. (laughs) And (laughs) And leave leave
0: the one from before. Yeah, I would just leave it. So
4: you're assembling a a whole I would come in I came in before anybody else, so I would put it down and then I'd just go about my business. And it took about a week till people kind of started going, What the hell are you are these things there's more of them than there were yesterday and so this like a month this went by and I kept you know putting more and more of them out and the people there was this one girl who just started freaking the fuck out she's like who is doing this and she's interrogating me and everybody else and I'm like I don't know some weird person's putting shit out there and finally finally she just accused this guy that sat next to me just like you're the one who did it and I am you're freaking me out with this stuff it's you know and and I could not contain myself I started laughing so hard that's
0: when you hold up the bag yeah of the rest of the army
4: men and go it's
0: me yeah Yeah.
4: so
3: so now you've told that story now you have to tell the other one
4: Uh do I have another one
3: Oh, you have many. Um, the the gay porn playing cards. Oh, that was you fun. To, you have to tell him that. <clears throat>
4: what is happening to this show? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even me. So uh, so Donnie, Donnie Blair, uh, I'm, he doesn't mind me outing him. He's the, the current basis. Sorry, Donnie. Hi, Donnie. He's the current basis for the Toadies. Uh, at the time, <laughs> he was the basis for Hagfish. And... Um,
3: all right. Well, now that anyway, I'm banned, give me your phone. I need to.
4: No, no, no. but uh, he's
0: like, "Don't get
3: me like, banned for the fucking thing." I'm gonna send it to uh, anyway So,
4: him, him and this guy Chris Brody, we, we you know we worked together, and they were always picking on each other. It's for, for, out of fun. And so, and Brody would keep, uh, or no, Donnie would keep sabotaging Brody's computer one way or the other. Yeah. And so Brody finally got tired of it, and uh, so he bought a pack of these gay porn playing cards, n- naked dudes. And so there's 52 you know, cards in there. And he found 52 places in Donnie's desk area <laughs> to hide these things. That's
2: impressive. <laughs> so That's impressive. the
4: first day, it's funny. The second day, it's even funnier because he keeps finding them. and all, And then, I mean, <laughs> weeks weeks he's opening a folder and god you know
2: because this, this is like, a
4: five-day business
0: <laughs> week right so
2: this <laughs> yeah. is going on for this months this is going on
4: for a long time and every time he would find a new and he would just, god damn it brody and uh it so was one of the best office prank revenge oh, uh shit. schemes i ever saw in my life oh. <laughs> <laughs> because it never stopped being funny <laughs> It was always just as funny as it had been the first time. Every time he would come up on one, so I yeah. wish I could remember. There was there was always <laughs> pranks going on when I worked at the
0: hangar uh, on the base over here at Carswell. No, I'm sure. And one day somebody filled my toolbox with something. Oh, you know? Okay, I think it was cotton balls. Oh, okay, and I'll go ahead and say this on the record. Just why not? I'm afraid of cotton balls. What? You're afraid of cotton balls?
3: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So- One of my my best friends in the whole world is scared of forks, so I'm just going to lump you into that category and never bring you a cotton ball. Is
4: there like a childhood trauma that that's linked to? I have no idea what started
0: this. Mm. First time I noticed it, I was uh, with my sister at Drug Emporium in Abilene, Mm. Texas. My dad was the uh, general manager Mm -hmm. and we were left to our own uh, in the back to like play around while dad went out there and did whatever gms mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. and this box was full of those little packing the peanuts peanuts yeah. yeah and i started kind of freaking out i couldn't touch them mm. they kind of weirded so me out you can't do packing peanuts
3: you can't do cotton no
0: i'm okay <coughs> with the packing okay. peanuts now it but is interesting.
3: fucking cotton
4: sometimes box. <laughs> is it a texture thing or is it, it is a texture thing see cuz uh, my brother has I can't that handle it. he has that with pumpkin pie so, if you touch a piece <laughs> oh, of pumpkin pie around him, it is <coughs> that, his gag reflex Is that why activates. he
3: was glaring at wow. me that one time Yes, because you were eating pumpkin pie. I was just really. like, this is really good. And he was just like... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is your brother okay? So, there's a, there is a
4: texture thing that people have sometimes with certain... It's kind of like the, the nails on the chalkboard thing. Yeah, like it's. Yeah, I
0: can't mm-hmm. fucking handle that either. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's reasonable. You know. Oh, that's reasonable. Yeah, well, uh, I'll, you'll discredit
0: my <laughs> cotton ball thing. Well, okay, <laughs> but I, the cotton balls, I can kind of see that, I guess, because I don't know what my deal is, but like oh. you, you know, when you open a. I don't. My, I, it's not always like this anymore. Sometimes they have the little cylinder like things now that absorb moisture, mm-hmm. but they used to always pack the pill bottles with mm-hmm. yes, cotton balls right somebody else is going to have to take care of that shit oh, well, i cannot no. get that out
3: you have you have two little containers at your apartment with cotton in them i uh, for reasons
4: yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I just you know, it's.
3: I don't know why I thought of that, but you know, they're there. So
4: <laughs> good, thank
3: you. Don't. don't <laughs> I look at it. Well,
4: this Andrew. is why I don't bring I'm him not, over to my house
0: because, not, because he's going right, to open this that's thing. the whole we're gonna, reason we're going to put
3: those away before this you come over. The whole over
4: reason and I've never out. been invited over. Right
3: <laughs> I don't. Just,
0: I don't just invite anybody
4: over. In my house. <laughs> no. It's basically. It's like. It's like. It's
3: This, if this room. were an
4: apartment.
0: Yes, this is my house. And then
3: there's like a bedroom.
0: So. The reason I didn't get an apartment, I was uh, I was looking around and not too mm-hmm. long ago, and right there in what they're calling now the
4: River District, which that's funny to me. That used my to be ass. trailer that, yeah, parks. It, and, it, it, yeah, yeah, and I'm,
0: yeah, I'm, I've been here long yeah. enough. to... Yeah. that's His what it is to me lived too. Up the road right, from the here. river, <laughs> the River District. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. shit. Anyway, <laughs> it's a lot nicer now. It is. I'll give them that. They
4: got salsa limón. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: There's salsa limón. Sure. But they're charging...
2: Uh, yes, oh, the rent what, what I can't even imagine. Four, or
4: five,
0: six it. months ago, they were charging 1500 plus. Hell no. For a studio mm. about the size of this room we're in right now. No. That's insane. And I'm like... That's insane. I, I can't... Like, morally,
4: I well, cannot Fort, pay you Fort for Fort Worth that. is coming very close to pricing me out. You it's know? so stupid. It's ridiculous. Because I, I remember... So, I, I came back from New York in 06, and... Um, was able to get a one bedroom apartment in Eulis for five twenty five yeah you know decent not great okay and and then, like the step up from that was getting a two bedroom like house a rent house yeah mm-hmm. for like seven hundred bucks yeah. you know and this was not that long ago this was fifteen yeah, years ago you're right um and there's nothing even close to that. like to Mm-mm. get a one bedroom apart or like you said, a studio, it's not even a one bedroom. No, they, it's they a straight taking. shot. It's just yeah. like this. Yeah. And, and with a sink, that's, after <laughs> and it was so funny because I had just moved back from mm-hmm. freaking New York city where I had paid a grand a month for a room. Yeah. You know, then shared the bathroom with the guy down the hall. Uh, so, and you know, then now we're, we're, we're here. We're already. Right. Here. It's,
3: it's really weird. So if you, my mom and i pre-pandemic were looking for a shop we were gonna go like move into a house buy it whatever we needed to do open up a shop well as we're searching pre-pandemic we found one house we bid on it and it had like 20 bids so we didn't get it you know like okay Mm -hmm. well maybe we dodged a bullet i don't know shutdown hits whatever midway through shutdown I remember this i pulled open zillow and i was just kind of mm. flipping through and i'm like why are they literally trying to sell us crack houses mm-hmm. for yeah. Like, <clears throat> like yeah, rent 1500 bucks for a little one room thing that you have to fix up they don't fix it up you have to fix it up yeah you know? it's it's and pretty just ridiculous like, at this fuck? point um it's it's madness but if you pull up in zillow you're, you're gonna you're gonna get mad gonna so get i'm mad.
0: saving up for a uh yeah. travel trailer okay, okay. <laughs> yeah
4: i mean no that's my solution though, i don't know what though. else are you gonna
0: do i, I have home.
2: so
4: many friends who are doing the van life yeah. you know mm-hmm. and i kind of don't know what other choice we, we have but you know except I have a for a friend
3: who moved to <clears> thailand because she was just like no though like i'm i'm done here <laughs>
4: I, but I, I know people who yeah. literally live in a van down by the river you know, yeah. Uh, cause Where's that government cheese? <laughs> well, they what when where was it where they burned it down? Uh, they had there was a warehouse that too had too much government cheese and it was driving the price of cheese up. This was years ago, and so they actually destroyed the cheese to bring the price of cheese back up. They this could have just had a world.
3: cheese party. That breaks my heart.
4: <laughs> so, I can't I think cheese. of any. I mean, burn yeah. Bibles all you want, yeah. but, but we're not <laughs> cheese, <laughs> not the <laughs> curd. Don't tear burn. the libraries
3: apart. <laughs> oh my god. But the cheese.
0: But not man. the cheese.
4: Yeah. You
3: could have you could have had like tacos and the cheese could have been a topping. What are you doing? I don't
0: could've know. You could have made a taco completely out of cheese.
3: You could have <laughs> done you could have pulled that's, a taco bell That's a quesadilla, basically. It <laughs> is a case that
4: of <laughs> that's all my kid would eat for years
0: was just like a
3: tortilla,
4: cheese, tortilla. Bam. That's the whole thing. So you've proven that rachel correct. i'm a terrible yeah.
0: parent
3: yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no no he's i was he's gonna
0: a say a human dad. can can live off a quesadillas for oh, years. and even grow yeah <laughs> and grow Get you bigger. can survive
3: on peanut butter for 12 days
0: yeah that's it
3: that's it what yeah
0: 12 days why why can't you live longer on peanut butter
3: because your body starts to uh starve from can't, lack of nutrients well
0: can't you go without food for 30 days
3: Mm. That's a... Like, I don't think so. I think it how, might how depend how well on what your you're How long live? Because it's, it's like... it's oh, like, odd uh, uh, Yeah,
4: but he had like 800
0: pounds of heroin in it.
3: I know, but it's he was It's like wasn't the rule of three,
0: food. though. Like, you can <coughs> go three minutes without oxygen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You can go three days without water. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can go 30 days without food. I thought can that, you go
3: 30 days without food? Because I, I thought so. you could only survive like 12 days Didn't, total. Did you ever read the book Holes?
4: You ever
0: met a guy named Gandhi?
3: No.
4: didn't gandhi do it well fasting is a thing i mean you know people but but while you're fasting of course you are drinking things um we're googling it yeah google Google it it. i want to know i want to know because i don't know talk about your next show i have uh so i'm playing at lockwood (laughs) distill well by the time this airs it'll be over all right The Um, one after that one after that's i'll poop the destroyer at Mm -hmm. lola's um (coughs) april 8th six o'clock which
3: i will have art set up at
4: the next Matthew Show yeah, show after that vegetable. is uh, at the Flying Saucer, downtown Fort Worth. Um, oh. By the way, it was Flying the first Saturday. search result. Actually. What, what oh, oh was it? Okay. Li- it's listening what's the, to us. What, what's the fact? As a result of discontinuing
0: eating, patients can okay. die in as early as a few days. That's true. Really? Mm-hmm. Which seems kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't sound accurate. I've gone... How long is a few? I've gone at least a couple of days without food. For most people, this period without food, usually like, what am I reading? (laughs) Ten days. You're
3: reading a random Google. All right.
0: How long can you go without eating? Let's try something else. Okay. Oh, here we go. Between one and two months. Really? Really. So it it probably varies on the individual. I would think so. Mm. Yeah, fat stores and whatnot. Right. In general, it is likely that a person could survive between one and two months without food. Okay, folks, this is not a medical podcast. (laughs) We are also not not dietitians. Please (laughs) do not. All right, blah blah blah. Anyway, don't sue me. As many different factors influence the length of time that the body can last without food, this period will vary among individuals. Sure. Hmm.
4: So yeah, no, I've I've always heard like you could go a month without food fuck trying that yeah well i mean I,
0: <laughs> I, I do i like to eat
4: i do Uh-oh. have friends who do the fasting thing um but again you're it's it, there's a set time period yeah um, i do 18 hour fast yeah, and that's do that. that's when i'm like on my shit hmm. and then that, that's
0: when i feel my best to hmm. eat really? one, once a day hmm. and you give yourself like a small
4: window to eat
0: right I get
3: a headache
4: i've heard
0: that i've heard that i have think you
3: got
4: the hypoglycemia though well it's that's
3: not it. it's not like a diagnosis it just it's something yeah that but in I, the family and anecdotally
4: I I- though like if you don't eat in a, on a regular basis you're going to pass out
3: that's right i forgot you've seen that happen to me um yeah. our
4: yeah. first date she hadn't eaten <laughs> and we show up to this place and they're taking forever to bring the food out mm-hmm. and i see her over across the table and she's just fading and fading and fading. I'm like, "Are you okay?" I'm like eating chips, you know? and
3: the chips are just not. They're not yeah, doing
4: they're not doing it. it. She's like, "I just, I really need food, or I think I'm gonna pass out." And you're like, "So you know, <laughs> I'm in love." Yeah, and I, <laughs> this is my <laughs> yeah, this is me so for life. I was mostly now. just like, "I don't want her to die right now. That's not cool." So I,
0: I wouldn't I, die. I would just. She did not just, put this on her POF profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm no. looking through he, it right now. It says nothing about he, this. No, he, I found,
3: I s- he found me at Tarrant County yeah, College. Yeah, stalked her. I was. I rounded the corner wearing buckled boots and a cat outfit because it was Halloween. So
4: that was it. That's I'm all sure. you really need. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like that one.
2: Though.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, no, the 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 passing out thing is real, and I, yeah. I have a bit of that. But she's she's got a hardcore <laughs> case of it.
0: I've yeah. never passed out from anything other than massive
4: alcohol poisoning. Oh, oh well, Jesus. that's a fun way to that's do it too. You yeah. Know? And actually, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. That's the one way. Well, not the one way, but that is one thing I've, I've never really done. I've never blackout drunked myself. Really? Yeah. I've I gotten to the point where. Got close. I was like, if I don't yeah. lay down right now. Well, when it's we be a shut problem. this show down tonight, <laughs> we're going to McFly's. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's By nice to do it. Uber. Yeah. You can pick your cards up at the mean, studio. No, that doesn't tomorrow. mean that I haven't gotten piss ass drunk for because I absolutely have. <laughs> no, we're getting uh, black. Out.
2: We're
3: gonna dumb
4: <laughs> because well, I have. If I have- we
3: go to McFly's, may I make a suggestion? <laughs> sure. Just a helpful one. Okay. Uh, don't take the rumple shots. No rumple Kate. shots. Even yeah. if the bartender is super cute and just wants you to take rumple shots.
0: All the bartenders at that place are cute. Okay,
3: I know. <laughs> I know. But that's the danger here. Don't take. I did a whole illustration about Shout out to Josh. What's the funny.
4: So uh, I guess she doesn't work there anymore. But we were there what one What was her night, name? I she I can't was remember funny. what her name was. But she was like every time somebody would come up to the bar she would go, you want a rumple shot? And she'd be like. I wasn't going to order that, but okay. And so she's giving everybody these rumple shots. Rumples are dangerous. Uh, Yeah. She's like,
3: like, so what do you want? And I was like, I think I want like a whiskey on the rocks. And she goes, you want (laughs) rumple. And I was just like, no. She goes, you want to do a shot? And I'm up here
2: going, what is it
3: going to be? And you know, sure enough, she produced like three rumple shots. And my friend who was with me goes, I didn't order that. (laughs) And so God. the bartender was like, Well you should take the shot and so I took my shot and then I and then not realizing the effects of rumple, I said. She's,
4: she's just pouring these, like, she here just, you go. Yeah, yeah. And
3: and what? it was funny
4: because so ever so everyone in the whole joint is just just trash because she's just pouring these things like crazy, so but responsibly very responsibly yeah. we the next day of course we wake up and we're like oh Jesus you know and uh, we got McFly and I and I
2: I was texting the guy
4: the guy who had booked me because I had played a show there earlier and I was texting the guy that booked me it's like god that girl who was giving out the promo shot he goes yeah she's she's fired
3: <laughs> she, <laughs> she fired. is fired lol I think that's
4: the proper <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> cause she was just like wee
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everybody well, had, that's good had consequences we've got standards <laughs> over there oh that's
4: yeah <laughs> this oh, was yeah. years ago
3: it was just it was funny
4: it wasn't well, too long ago it's only been open since 2020 <laughs> yeah that's probably when I put it it was
3: shortly after it opened it
4: is funny that because so. that road right road that it's on meandering that's the the back entrance to the the base mm-hmm. over and there. it
3: is meandering yep. it does meander
4: so my mm-hmm. father it's a busted bitch <laughs> <that> it, <laughs> it's been like that for a decade
0: oh, yeah, yeah the
3: road not the bar the bar is no, fantastic no. No, the bar. Go well, to yes. my <laughs> father my father
4: was there from i think 1964 to 68 mm-hmm. and uh he will tell you some stories about that gate because that was the gate you come back in if you if you are late back to the the base, you know, oh, yeah. after your, you know, you get your leave or whatever. Yeah. And he was back late frequently. <laughs> you
3: should you should have <clears throat> his mom at yeah. this show. It <laughs> would be hilarious. There was
4: one there was always just one dude at the gate. This was now this is a SAC base, mind you. This is they have nuclear mm-hmm. weapons at this fucking thing in the 60s, right? And at at J.R.B. E. Carswell? At, at, it was oh, Carswell, yeah. No back shit. Then. yeah that okay. shit. It was a SAC B-52 okay, yeah. fucking... Yeah, 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 like,
0: because they still have the bunkers. Okay.
4: Right. And so, but there was one dude, you know, on, at the gate, you know, at, in the middle of the night, and half the time he was, you know, sleeping. And so, <laughs> Dad figured out... <laughs> at the nuke base. Dad figured out that if he got, if he went through the gate fast enough... They wouldn't catch his plates, and they wouldn't know who it was that had gone through the gate. So he would, on the regular, go out and get pissed ass tracked. Thank God, the just, Koreans now and go through that. Fu- yeah, I know, right? You know, <laughs> he would go through that gate. It like he was like, I think I went through there a hundred miles an hour one time. You know. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> and uh, do you know how violently
0: that would end if you did that now? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, have you seen? The, I don't know. Last time you've been through
4: there, but it's they have these time.
0: hydraulic pistons.
4: Yeah, they don't oh do God. that anymore. And or. or yeah, th- they don't have like the chain link, you know, uh, fence with a guy. Right, <laughs> it's yeah. a little more serious these days. But they they installed that stuff probably back in like
0: 2011 or 12, yeah. and they've got these hydraulic rams that shoot out of the pavement. Oh wow! Yeah, you're not getting. No, if you get past the guard,
4: yeah. Now the trouble starts. Okay. and like I don't it's, it's probably what they should have had back then. <laughs> Sounds like uh, it. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so it was... Oh, my God. It was rough. He was... He, my father was a little bit of a rebel at that base because uh, he was known as Sergeant Grubby because he grubby, grubby, because he he didn't ever polish his boots correctly. Oh, and, what a grubby! And uh, oh, but he was also in the so payroll grubby. office, so if you fucked with him, he would send your check <laughs> to Iowa or somewhere. So he kind of got away with mail. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, ah. Are you getting cold, Chet? And <clears> they see that?
3: Oh no, I am actually. Per- this feels like. About as cold as it is in my house.
4: Anybody need a bathroom break? Mm -hmm. I'm okay.
3: I'm good. Which is
4: straight unusual for me, but yeah. Yeah. I
3: know, normally you're the one like... I gotta pee. I gotta pee. That's
4: because I'm old. (coughs) I still take a little break. Yeah. Because I gotta pee. You're only... Well, then you should do that.
3: (laughs) You're only as old as you feel.
4: I feel pretty old.
3: Shut up. (laughs) No. (laughs) You do not.
0: (laughs) Are we back? It's an excellent little break. Yeah. When you said that, so <laughs> right. I have to assume that there was an issue in the bathroom.
2: Uh, no. <laughs>
3: okay. Good. It, it's flushing slow. Though. Okay. But that wasn't why I said so. Um, I had a thought. I just got done with a uh, meeting Throw, throw
0: that on there. All oh, right. Let's tell everybody. Am I on? Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, good. <laughs> uh, I got done with a meeting yesterday. I kind of like skirted in toward the end of it. Uh, Oh, the
4: Fort Worth Community Arts Center? The
3: fate of the Fort Worth Community Arts Center is what it was called. Yes. And there was a lot of speculation uh, going around, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw this on your podcast Mm -hmm. just because. Because it's related to what I do. Uh, There's a lot of speculation going around uh, as to what the hell they were going to do with the Fort Worth Community Arts Center. Fort Worth has this reputation that big companies sweep in, they try to do a land grab kind of like... What happened with the Magnolia Motor Lounge? What happened with right. some yeah. of the bars in the area? All that, yeah. all that you know. We not get into that, that
4: whole block.
0: The yeah. whole
3: freaking block it's torn down now. Well,
4: and so what we're being told, and I, I, I say that because I don't know what the source is, but mm-hmm. what we're being told is that the arts center needs twenty million dollars worth of renovation. Twenty-six
3: million dollars worth possible? of renovation and repairs. Yeah, and because it, it, it's it, just never. I been mean, I'm updated. sure it
4: needs some help, but yep. um, so that's being used as a as a impetus to say well do we need the damn thing right uh and it's right if you picture where it is so it's right by the museum right so you got the museum row right you got amon carter kimball modern fort worth community arts center is just across Mm -hmm. from the amon carter it's right next to will rogers uh right next to dickie's arena uh the fort worth museum of science and history all of that so it's in it's a it's a kind of a keystone spot. Yeah. Right. Uh, so if they don't have the Community Arts Center there, the question, I guess, is what goes oh. there? Do we put uh, well? So a the Chipotle? like, what do we do? You know,
3: right. <laughs> the, 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 the the meeting actually was like we're not getting rid of the community art center.
4: That's the way it we
0: always might, starts. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. might
3: move it, but they have a committee that they've gathered together of people who are defenders of you know, the and arts maybe maybe you know maybe it's fine. I don't. We're know. losing people a lot of great
4: shit like that.
0: You know yeah. the the Fort Worth Central Library is closing. Yes, yes. I saw that.
4: Which saw sucks that. for me because yeah, when I was uh, a kid, I used to love going mm-hmm. to that one. So whenever. I was talking to uh, I think Rita Alfaro
0: about mm-hmm. this. I'm pretty sure that's I cannot remember the episode number but Rita Alfaro with the Fort Worth Public Library and Amplify 817 mm-hmm. we were sitting down in the <coughs> lower levels of the Fort Worth Central Library
2: mm-hmm.
0: filming this thing and uh, the the argument, you know, she said "Well, it's not an argument, but she, she says, I have so many people that tell me, like you started saying, yeah. I've got memories there from oh, yeah. when I was very young, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that story. But Matthew, when's
4: the last time you went there? It's been a while. Yeah. And that's everybody's deal. And that's true. Well, for one thing, the last time I went down there you didn't have to pay uh <laughs> to oh, for park. parking. Yeah. Yeah. Because you used to now I am gonna show my age a bit here, but you used to be able to park down by the river and get on the subway. Uh, and the subway was w- fascinating w- the the because I w- never saw that. Yeah. The subway ran. Well, from the fifties up up through, I think the last one was like oh three or so. the Last time it ran. Don't get me started oh. on subways so, and wow. Fort
3: Worth public transportation. Yeah, but it was.
4: But it would run. We're or you it. can. not are working on it. But okay. that was how everybody parked. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. would park there, and it would take you into the Tandy Center. And then you could get out and go to. The so, describe for our listeners where the parking area
0: was. Right so there
4: on the river. Yeah. So, right? so if you're think, if you know where Henderson Street crosses uh, the Trinity River, right by the TCC campus, um, just to the west of that is a bunch of. It's still a big parking yeah, lot. Yeah. Um, still a big. Parking? And uh, but there yeah. used to be more, right? You yeah, there used park to on be both more sides of the bridge. Yeah, it used to be all on both sides, and and every so often there would be a shed. In fact, I think those sheds are still there. It was a subway stop, hmm. uh, and the subway was just a little tram car that would hold, I don't know, you know, thirty people. Or so uh, you'd get on the tram car, it would go to the next stop, and then eventually it would go in this tunnel and the tunnel would come out at the basement level of the... Uh, now, originally in the 50s, it was the Leonard's Department Store. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> But then that closed down in the 70s, and it became the, the Tandy Center, which was kind of a big uh, office complex. There was an ice rink uh, in the middle of the mm-hmm. Tandy Center that I took ice skating lessons my, at. My mother um, talks
3: about the ice rink. She,
2: she yeah. grew up in Fort Worth.
4: That, was that underground as well? That was on the... Yeah, it was on the, basically mm-hmm. the same level. It was yeah. at, So the Tandy Center was... It still is, I guess, two big office towers with an atrium in the middle. Not, not the Pier One store. No, no, two Pier One. Yeah, that's yeah, a different it's building a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Tandy Center's been there a lot longer than. That. But and, and it's funny that nobody knows where it is now because nobody ever goes there because I think now it's like a, I don't even know what it is anymore. Um, it was called the Tandy Center because Radio Shack was was based there, and mm-hmm. Tandy was the company that owned Radio Shack. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and. Um,
3: Isn't there a museum?
4: Dedicated. A Leonard's. There is yeah. a Leonard's museum. Yeah, because Leonard's That's what I thought. for a long time was the big dog. Like it was. It was the reason people went downtown. That Willie Nelson's Christmas song, Pretty Paper, was about a guy who sat outside Leonard's department store and would sell wrapping paper in Fort Worth. Uh, in Fort Worth. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Willie's got wow. you know a lot of roots in here, but um, Willie roots. Like Leonard, Leonard's. Leonard's was a big deal. You gotta get uh, Willie.
3: <laughs> Got to get Willie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, quick, quick. <laughs>
4: quick, yeah, pretty quick. quick. No. But yeah, so yeah, the tanning center was like so it was two office blocks, and then you had an atrium, and in the middle of the atrium there was this ice rink, and uh, it was really cool for a long time. But keep in mind too, '80s, um, '80s and early '90s, downtown Fort Worth was not a safe place to be. No, um, it had kind of gone downhill, mm-hmm. and. The thing that finally brought it back was was a lot of investment by the Bass Brothers and folks downtown to build things like the Caravan of Dreams, which, as far as I'm concerned, is the best music venue Fort Worth ever had. They, it's not there anymore. It's okay. Um, <laughs>
3: it's okay, Matt.
4: They they built the Bass Hall and then shut down the Caravan. I'm still pissed about it. The Riata is now where the Caravan was.
3: But then, didn't uh, they shut down the? Aren't they shutting down the Riata? Yeah,
4: as they're well? moving the Riata. But anyway, that whole Sundance Square development thing hadn't happened yeah, at that point. right? My, so my grandparents were the grand poobahs of the Knights of the Pythias Lodge um, which has the Pythian home out in Weatherford. There, when you go downtown, Haltom's Jewelers, there's that knight uh, outfit that's uh, up on like the third floor of this building on Main Street. That was the Knights of the Pythias Lodge. That's huh. where it had been for years. But then in the 80s, They stopped having meetings there because people were getting mugged coming out of the meeting. uh, Because it was not safe downtown. Don't go to Hollywood. So,
3: (laughs) I think it's I think it's better now. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Well, no, we're we're now you can go to downtown. Mm -hmm. It's funny to me because I actually have a. There was somebody I was talking to about Sundance Square, and they're like, "Oh, well, it's not really safe, is it?" I was kind of (laughs) like. yeah it, i can tell that you never went down there back you, you in the were, day because you, yeah. <laughs> you were talking
3: so, to my aunt
4: yeah. oh was that who, who was had yeah. not
3: been out of her bubble <laughs> in a very long time yeah
4: which yeah. is funny because i think well no she didn't i used to play down <coughs> there back when it was a little less safe uh yeah. in the mid 90s but um you know anyway the Tandy center kind of declined with the rest of downtown during that period yeah and uh it was not a portion of uh, the area that ever quite recovered. So right after the tornado came through in 2000, um, and was that 2000? Mm-hmm. The one that broke out all the windows? I yeah. was
3: not here yet.
4: Yeah, Jesus. that was. Yeah, that was. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, it was oh. in 2000. It came through and knocked out the Bank One Tower, uh, which was where the Riata originally was, was at the top uh, floor of the of the Bank One Tower. So. I got Poor a temp.
3: Riyada, it's just going through <laughs>
4: <laughs> It's got a history. So a couple years later, when I was getting ready to move to New York, I kind of just needed a temp job, and so I got a temp job at the temporary bank one building, which was across from the what was now the plywood covered. Are you about to tell uh, us the origin story of the fifty-two uh, <laughs> porn at, at playing <laughs> cards?
0: <laughs>
3: no, no, no. At, at this point, we should that was just before that temp That was in. I've had way too
4: many temp jobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no, that one, so to get yeah. to that one, I took the damn subway, and I was yeah. one of the last people to take that subway commute before they shut it down oh, in, man. in 2002. So what, we, do we still have subway tunnels under Fort Worth? So the t- there, somewhere on YouTube, and I, you have to look it up, um, there's a guy who I really wish it, David Millar would
0: call uh, in right
3: now, because he could <laughs> tell you everything you needed yeah, to know about the there are people who study it.
0: So yeah. that tunnel. 817-988-1292. <laughs>
4: So the tunnel is still there, but it's not accessible uh, to the public. Uh, the tunnel still runs under downtown. Yeah. What do you mean it's still? I mean, oh, it's, oh okay, it's, okay. It's there. Okay. It's, they didn't fill it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you there said was, run. I'm like, no, oh, no. 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 <laughs> so there was a guy. There, there was a guy who snuck in and filmed it uh, down there a few years ago, and it's on YouTube, I think. But uh, it's it was actually kind of reminiscent when I did live in New York there are old there are the stations that everybody uses and then there's the stations that for one reason or another they don't use anymore and there are people who spend a lot of time exploring those you know those aban- yeah. abandoned subway stations and things there was a uh,
3: show on the history channel not too long ago Okay yeah uh where they covered that what the yeah. hell was it called um uh, I can't remember uh, what was uh, it was
4: uh, fuck subway tunnels we're not using anymore Yes <laughs> so but uh, it was kind of interesting because I watched that one that that guy, and it reminded me of that a bit, you know, because you're in there, and, and I have a very vivid memory of that tunnel from a, being a child. Yeah. You know, because the subway to me was cool as shit. Yeah. Because you would go into this tunnel, and there were lights, and, and you'd come out, and there was an ice rink and candy machines and stuff, and it was, you know, it was a big Dude, deal. Dude, I mean, I'm a... I'm a my,
0: my immaturity really comes out whenever you put me in a tunnel... Yeah, yeah. Or any around any kind of uh amazing architecture. Oh yeah.
4: And to me tunnels are I love tunnels. just incredible.
0: I don't know. That's it's like my, how did you how did
4: you do this? It's it's really <laughs> it's interesting because, you know, I guess maybe part of me is a dwarf, I don't know, but <laughs> the underground well we just came back from Carlsbad Caverns. Yeah. Uh, it's called and Cities
3: and of the Underworld on, on the history okay. ah. They talk about the yeah. underground area under
4: and if you get a chance to read Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman, mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot of that takes place in abandoned uh, London, London subway stations. Which is really um,
3: fucking cool and I'd love to see. Yeah. Anyway,
4: that's not the point. Not the point. What was it anyway? The, um,
3: Carlsbad Caverns. Carlsbad
4: Caverns. You know, there's it's just this vast um, cavern network down there. That no one knew anything about till what was it, eighteen mm-hmm. uh, uh, eighty something when a kid saw two, a bunch of bats kid. come out of it, mm-hmm. yeah, and was so like, "Oh, there must be something down, down there. It dropped the rock, and he couldn 't hear when it hit the bottom, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he brought in his dad and whoever they, and they discovered this ginormous you know series of huh. caverns and um, it 's always interesting to think about like what 's going on underground to me, you know, yeah, and especially having lived in New York. You know, a lot. My commute to work, a lot of it was underground. Yeah. You know, you'd you'd go down and and you wouldn't. You'd pop back up and you were in a different, completely different place. Oh,
3: it's it's interesting <coughs> to me. Uh, he he took me to New York and yeah. I had been kind of on my bucket list since I was like you know, a little yeah. Mean. But um, yeah. I you, it's it's kind of dizzying because you'll go down into the subway. mm mm-hmm. You'll pop back up like a little gopher.
4: <laughs> yeah you get down on in <laughs> Brooklyn or something and yeah. then you come out like and there's the Empire State Building whatever. and it's
3: it's quick it's like yeah. that like you're just on the train for like I three was a, I was
4: a grown ass adult
0: before I made it to uh, Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and this is the first time they've got a great time, system yeah it's the first time I'd ever been exposed to a subway and uh, if it wasn't for some very nice <laughs> D.C. <laughs> residents mm-hmm. I would have never figured this out yeah um so you walk down there and before you get to the ticket booth mm-hmm. you got to figure out cuz I mean the the ticket booth is moving. Yep. Oh, so yeah. So you need to know what ticket you're going to take yep. to go where and I'm sure I bought a day pass but mm-hmm. I still didn't know where to go. So I'm yeah. looking at this map and I'm just standing there <laughs> like a statue just staring at all the lines and anyway somebody came up to me like, "Okay, where are you trying to go?" Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I, that's, I see
0: assholes like you
4: all the time. I know you're desperate. <laughs> but
0: you, that's the secret. You,
3: are you lost? That's the secret
4: <laughs> yeah. that people don't know. So everyone's always talking about New Yorkers are unfriendly, whatever. But you if you're wandering around town in New York and you're not from there, and a New Yorker sees you lost, every one of those motherfuckers will come up to you and be like, where are you trying to get to? That's so cool. You know, because for, you could take a little bit of pride And like I know how to get there,
0: yeah.
2: You
0: know, know, I feel feel like that. Like I was absolutely fascinated, though, in the efficiency of the system. Oh yeah,
4: you know. And that DC one is interesting because some of those, it's very, it's kind of different from the New York one. It's beautiful. In that, it's it's actually very architecturally very beautiful, uh, nice.
3: I can't say because I haven't been.
4: Yeah, it's cool. I've taken some pictures. They're on a hard drive somewhere, but but it Beautiful. but it also is a deeper system than some other ones and so the one at dupont circle is the one in dc that <laughs> It's You get on this escalator and it, and it descends into this massive hole in the ground and it almost kind of looks like you're going into hell. Wow. <laughs> and you oh, just wow. keep going and keep going and finally get to the bottom. And then there's this huge station in the bottom. I don't know uh, that I was at that one. But I do remember taking several escalators to get down yeah. to
0: where the platform... And, I mean, you know, the ceilings, the walls, yeah. everything is just beautiful. And then some of them had, like... Really intricate, like lighting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they
4: use that kind of recessed lighting.
0: Yeah, and and I don't know. I th- I think I expected something far more industrial looking. Yeah, but it they they'd taken a lot of care
4: into the aesthetics of it. And it was absolutely well, beautiful. I, I, I was I mesmerized by it. I think I read well, somewhere add that
3: to my bucket list.
4: Part of why <laughs> let's go, let's go. Let's part of why the DC one is as low as it is is because uh that area was a swamp. Uh, when when they designated it as the state capital, and they had to drain a lot of that land to, in order to build anything there. Got a little bit of the Potomac in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so little I think Potomac. they had to dig down a ways to get past all the swampy bits into something that was solid. <laughs> uh, the swampy
0: bits. <laughs> that,
2: that,
4: that's a band name
0: right there, buddy. You just made a gold. I used to play guitar for a swampy bit. Works, I mean, I know, I kind of Matthew Broyles and the Swampville. <laughs>
4: but I always <laughs> noticed that every city that has public transit kind of has its own character. Even Dallas has its own kind of public transit character. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I <laughs> they got better public transit than we do. They uh, did. You know. uh, but like, if you go to Boston, it has its own kind of vibe to it. The San Francisco public transit has its own thing. Uh, you ever been to Portland? No, I still haven't been to Portland. Okay, so we
0: took the—I think it's Amtrak—from mm-hmm. Seattle down to Portland, mm-hmm. and uh, when we got there, <clears throat> literally anywhere you want to go, mm-hmm. you just walk mm-hmm. onto a light rail. There's yeah. always a car ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Drove it just, i don't know. It was amazing. And Portland, yeah. but
3: we didn't stop.
0: Yeah, yeah. Portland's public transportation. But it's because they've invested. Ten years ago was amazing. I don't know. They've about invested it. Know. in it into <laughs> to a
4: degree cool. where it's hot. You you have to you have to invest in it. You have to believe that it's valuable enough to put money into, and that's something that every time it's come up for a vote in Fort Worth, it's always gotten voted down. We no. have, I haven't
0: seen it lately, but there was a a a spurt back in like twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. where we were putting up uh, little substations for these trains. Mm-hmm. all over the place yeah and they're still there but it's like the effort doesn't seem to have continued no. at the same
4: rate well, of what improvement that was what they're doing, that, what they're was doing that was um the text rail I think and the text, the text rail is actually a pretty good system it, it, it'll take but so many of these systems that we build are with the idea of it going to the airport it always goes to the airport right, right. And needs a destination which is fine but there's other places beside the airport it could yeah. go yeah. like I don't know uh, the Cowboys Stadium, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, freaking. Uh. But what if you want to see some real football? I mean, <laughs> 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 well, <you know. laughs> I don't
3: want to offend,
4: but it's 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 just. Well, in Arlington's the worst. So mm-hmm. they have they're well. the largest city in the United States that has no public transit. Do you know it's in their charter? At all. <laughs> oh, is it? I didn't know that. No,
0: it like whenever uh, Arlington was being formed. They, there's some kind of stipulation law. I don't know what the hell you call it, mm. but they intentionally excluded public transport yeah. transportation because it draws in the wrong crowd. The element it brings oh. in the element. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: he has a whole song about that.
4: Well, yeah. Good, well, because
0: it's about it's, the kind it's, of
3: people who ride the train. It will
4: be, <laughs> well, because so so I, when I was in uh, was working in East Dallas, and. In that portion of East Dallas I was in, there really are no trains. It, it was just a section where you had to get to it by bus, and I was a broke ass, and so I would take the the bus in. I'm but glad I was, to see you're rich now, sir. Yeah, well, yeah, I I'd, I'd take uh, <laughs> I take the train now, uh, but I'm on this city bus, and uh, he's okay. He's fucking a friend. Mayfly. Um, Those ski-tier. freaking
3: things are everywhere. You need a cat
4: but really you may have noticed looking at me I am a cracker ass white dude right <laughs> oh and oh my and I was <laughs> the only cracker ass white dude on the bus <laughs> and so when I would go into this office full of cracker ass white dudes and they would go you know they go oh well you know drive in was kind of I was like well I don't know I didn't drive I took the bus you took the bus oh my gosh so Like, guess why did you it's not safe on the buses it's like yeah, I just got on the bus and it, it took me where I needed. Now to go. I'm here, and it it was, they were, I mean, shocked. They were shocked to the core that I had taken this fucking bus, and so it. it it irritated me so much that Union Station's the song I wrote about it. I'm just making fun of these people. i <laughs> just like, well, you know, there ain't no white people on the bus. What the
0: hell are you talking about? <laughs> I, think, I think I know exactly why they didn't want to take the bus. And it's because of a movie I saw when I was a kid called mm. The Specialist. Oh. With uh, Rocky Balboa. Um, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Did you see that? I don't think so. Yeah. There was like a... There I thought you were like, gonna say speed. N- it wasn't
4: speed, mm. but that's also a good example <laughs> of why you a, don't take yeah, the bus. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. See, have Dallas buses. That ain't gonna happen. I don't think a Dallas bus can get over twenty miles an hour. <laughs> Not in uh, a
0: straight line, <laughs> no sir. Are
4: You out of your mind? I've never seen them go faster than that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, well, it was weird it, because is that the five in
0: in up and down California? Um, what the the, the whatever route
4: one, they were on? I can't remember. Had had to be some long, straight stretch. I don't know. Yeah. what The one I was on was a 19, and it's and, uh, weird that I can still remember that. But um, that was where I was when 911 11 happened. Uh, I was in the, that office over in East Dallas, and then uh, they told us all to go home. I had to get on the bus. And, of course, the buses were running super slow because they were, you know, everyone was freaking out and, mm-hmm. you know, checking everybody. And I remember that long... Like it was like a two hour ride to get home to where I was staying. uh, And just had a lot of time to, in a, this was, I had no cell phone. I had, you know, to just sit and think about the fuck is happening, you know, and everyone, everyone's wigging out. And I didn't actually see a picture of it uh, and a live video of it until I got home and it already was all over, you know. um, But the, there is something about public transit that kind of forces you to be in the space with other people. Yeah. people who are different from you. Uh whether they're richer than you or poorer than you or what like if you get on the if you get on the train in New York uh you're on there with a homeless guy, a millionaire, an artist, a mm-hmm. barista, you know, you're on there with everybody. Yeah. Um and I think
3: think that's why i liked it
4: I, I think when we're in our bu and that same thing happens in, in dc and and, uh, and other cities i think what happens in a place like this is we get in our little bubbles you know is that a is that a uh we got a call all right
3: give it a
4: shot <clears throat> who it is
0: first time it. caller long time listener welcome to the fort Roots podcast i'm I'm so excited to be on <laughs> you should be sir who is this state your name this-
1: this is Keegan. Keegan. Hey.
3: This Keegan hey. McEnroe?
2: Hey, yeah. This is hey, man. Hey,
1: y'all just, y'all just happened to send me a message when I was driving for another hour or so. I got nothing better to All do than to, uh, uh, on a Friday night than to call y'all. We got, got a, well, yeah. we
0: got a Fort Worth legend on the
4: show tonight. Yeah,
1: <laughs> And
2: Keegan
4: <laughs> McEnroe.
1: <famous>? Hell yeah. <laughs> In Famous? In,
2: In, famous? Famous. In
4: famous. Where are you driving In to? Famous?
1: Dublin, Texas. Oh, okay. Damn.
4: You gonna get some some uh, sh- uh, cane sugar Dr Pepper down there? Don't say Dr Pepper.
1: <laughs> get, get the Dr Pepper. You won't regret it. It's good shit. Oh, you can't. y'all y'all uh, y'all are a little y'all are a little late, man. How uh, oh, did Dr. they tear it down? Got, they got smashed out by Big Dr Pepper about ten <gasps> years ago. No. Oh well, fuck that
4: shit. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: That's rude. yeah. So so there was a there was a uh, an agreement that allowed. Dublin Dr Pepper to operate within like I think it was like a five county radius or something.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. But
1: anyway, Dublin Dr Pepper started showing up in Fort Worth, Austin, all these other places. Yeah, and so yeah. big, big, big Dr Pepper smashed them out. Sons of bitches.
4: That's awful. I know. I still see so Dublin there's, around. There's,
1: Dublin Dr Pepper. Oh, well, there's, there's the Dublin bottling work, right? Uh, right. Uh, okay. They still, bottling. which is the same. Yeah, yeah. So they're still bottling like different things, but it's not. Uh, it's not Dr Pepper. They had a uh, black cherry. For a little bit That they had okay. to stop making Because it was basically Dr. Pepper Wow
4: So
0: there's a uh, There's a fast food restaurant Down the street Called uh, Grumps And they mm-hmm. get all of their soda From Dublin I don't know What it's called Or You know how It'd be they, the
1: Dublin how- Dublin bottling
3: works.
0: Yeah Okay yeah. It's delicious It's the best They have like a Coming trip- out of the tap
3: Mm-hmm <clears throat> Yeah, I'm they got to be doing triple some no X- painting for them at some point. Mm. All right, on yeah,
1: triple X root beer is one of them, and they yeah. have like a cream soda, and they have a yeah, all, all the all the various things.
0: That's cool. Keegan, yeah. are you playing down there tonight?
1: <laughs> no. Um, speaking of Fort Worth legends, uh, Matt Tedder's bachelor party is going to be out there tomorrow. Oh, shit. So on, so on. really? Damn. Wow. That's right. He, he's getting married April twenty first, so wow. uh, he's yeah, he's a good boy these days. He doesn't drink anymore, and he doesn't yeah, do yeah. anything. He doesn't do anything naughty so he wanted to go to my mom's <laughs> house and play poker.
3: Okay. Huh? Well, that's, you know, that's tell, a tell him so, congratulations for us. I'll do it.
2: I'll that's do. it. Awesome. Yeah,
1: my mom got a <laughs> my mom has got a lovely Victorian home out there so uh Cool. We have we have a poker tournament once a year in, in December and and so uh I guess this is where the idea came from. But anyway, yeah, so that bachelor party is going to be at my mom's house.
4: Very
0: nice. Well, Keegan, uh Man, right. I, I thanks for calling in tonight. We'd love to have you on the Fort Worth Roots Podcast sometime. Yeah,
4: you should. Yeah,
1: yeah, anytime, man. Hit me up.
4: It's a good time. I will. The, uh, Keegan uh, and I played a show. He invited me to go play at the new Cicada last night. Oh yeah, and uh, that was a damn good time. Had uh that was. A damn good time. James Michael Taylor and Denver Williams, yep. and yep. Uh, it was very interesting to be in that space again. H- uh, How's the sound out there at Cicada? It's good. Uh, so my. Humble humble brag, my bass player Clay Anderson, uh was running sound and, and he does a lot out there. Uh so he, he makes sure everything sounds right.
3: Clay did a bang up job and you guys sounded phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. a lot of love in that room.
4: Yeah, that was the thing about it is that I was I was kinda mentioning that at the time, you know, Fort Worth has all of these different threads running through it and one of the threads was the mass thread, the other one was, was like the Tin Panther thread. You know, there's the yep. the grotto thread was running through yep. there. Oh, yeah. Um, and it all kind of got mashed up in that place, you know, last night. And I kind of liked that, that those various threads were mingling.
1: <laughs> there were mingling threads.
4: Yes.
0: They, Keegan,
3: were, they were just tickling a little. That's fine. Keegan,
4: do you
0: think that uh, <laughs> Cicada is going to pick up the notoriety that Main and Southside had?
1: It's too cozy. It's too cozy for that kind of notoriety. Ah. It's going to have it's yeah. gonna it's gonna take its own spot um, you know it's not gonna i mean like i saw some of the shows they have coming up they got some great rock and roll shows coming up yeah um, so they're still gonna they're still gonna do that but isn't it isn't it very cozy
2: compared it is. to mass? yeah for it sure is.
4: you know mass always it felt a little more like the like a kind of a deep elm style like big room yeah uh not a lot of furniture type of situation. This one reminds me a little more of the Tin Panther, uh a little more kind of a neighborhood bar type of atmosphere. Yeah. But it in
3: service industry haven. Kinda.
4: But it has a much better stage and sound system than the Tin Panther did, so uh you have yep. the capacity to do bigger shows there. Right. But uh yeah, I I think you're right. I think they're probably not gonna put their entire focus on that. Uh, but if it can Well I
1: mean uh they, they did a great job you know for the time they had the thin Panther and, and uh, yeah. they've already I mean I walked in there not long after they'd opened I thought man it feels like they've been here for a long time it was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the intricacy the intricacy of all the all, all the ch- ch- keys and all the various yeah. things they have everywhere it's like As-
4: as John Stevens told me, uh, the, the men's bathroom is decked out like a mid-80s Captain D's. Uh, so that's probably about right. I,
3: think. <laughs> I, I actually had not had the pleasure of seeing the men's restroom until yeah. last night. I've, I've visited the ladies' room plenty. but ladies'
4: room is all decked out, man.
0: It's, I, it's I kind of all... wanted to
3: walk in in a sailor suit after that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Keegan, where are you playing next, man?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I got a... I got a gig on Sunday, but I can't remember where I'm driving. Look it up. Um,
0: Tell you what, after uh, the poker game, you you got any big shows coming up in about a month?
1: (laughs) The big, the big show that I have, I mean, I'm doing the Thursday night thing at Cicada, of course, with the song swap. uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, we got two more of those. um, And, uh, but I'm also releasing a new album later this Mm -hmm. year. And so um, the first single releases April 14th and I already had April 7th booked Twilight Lounge nice. Um, nice yeah so we're so we're gonna make April 7th kind of a a pre-release kickoff party mm-hmm. uh, so I got a, I got a real real good band lined up for it and uh that'll be that'll be the next that, that'll be the last band show until summer or whatever because I'm leaving uh mm-hmm. well I mean I got a Willie special show on April 20th
2: mm-hmm.
1: 420th at Magnolia Motor Lounge but uh that's a great. But as far night. as the, yeah, it is a great. Well, it's the Willie <laughs> Specials. We're, we're having a we're having a Willie a Willie early birthday party for Willie Nelson. It's ninetieth this year. Oh gosh, damn. So, yes. Yeah, so the Willie Specials are playing uh, uh, nine days before his ninetieth birthday. We're going to have a birthday party for him. Very cool. Very and cool. So, well, but hey. uh, but yeah, the, the the last of the Keegan and band shows will be uh, April seventh until I come back from Europe and in, uh, in the summertime.
0: Keegan, if you you wanted to incorporate your album rollout uh, with the Fort Worth Roots podcast kind of coming in and and talking about that and promoting that album release, we'd be honored to have you on, man.
1: Man, I'd love to. Yeah, for sure.
0: So I'll send you a message. Cool. Yeah, it'll be a good time. All right, brother. Well, thanks for hitting us
1: up. Yeah, I got the. I was driving. I was like, "Who's messaging me right now on a Friday night?" Like,
0: oh, okay. Tristan Trista Morris knows everybody. Yeah, she was. So, I'm,
3: she I'm was well, like a motherfucker, my friend. <laughs> well,
1: I took a. I oh, took a shit. picture of that. I took a picture of that painting. It's on the wall in the house on the oh, on the art yeah. wall. did you awesome. know the place Kate. I'm living. Yeah, the place I'm living is with Katie Robertson, which used to be the uh, the Sam Gallery. Katie, she's awesome. Yeah. So y'all, y'all remember the Sam supported Motherfuckers gallery, the Sam Gallery? Yeah. The yeah. So that's the house. Okay. Really? Wow. Okay. Mm. Okay.
3: Uh, and so your art from last night is on the wall now. That's well awesome. fuck yes. <laughs> I forgot to sign it now that I think I'll, I'll go to I'll go up there and sign it you sometime. Can, <laughs> you can come 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 over and sign it anytime. Cool. Cool cool cool. <laughs> cool um man. hey, add me on Facebook. I tried adding you after that because I, I tagged you in a few photos.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. right on. I'll do that. Cool. Yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> All
3: right,
0: brother. Well, hey, watch out for deer. Yeah.
1: Don't yeah, really yeah. I'm almost, mm-hmm. I know it. I'm almost off of a <laughs> high 20 and onto the little pig trail of Dublin. So that's that's where the deer are, but yeah. hopefully they'll leave me alone.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, have a good evening. Thank you again for calling. Yeah. Thanks, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's good to talking to everybody. Y'all have a good night. All right,
4: see ya. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Yeah, I've actually got uh Keegan has a major role in my radio play that I'm doing right now. Oh uh, shit, we were supposed to do that tonight. It, oh, oh, that's <laughs>
2: right. We'll do it. We'll do it another. We'll, day.
0: Yeah. It. You know, so I had some questions about that. Like, yeah. Uh, so I I read I read the lines mm-hmm. uh, for our listeners. Uh, yeah. Matthew Broyles our guest today yes. um sent me a script. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be famous. That's right. And it is Fort a very very one. important role. It is. It's the uh,
4: what's what's the general
0: Cap, uh, Captain Perez, and he area. is escorting somebody to the body of a fallen soldier.
4: Yeah. So there is a, there is a soldier who has been uh, shot in a border altercation, he said Fort and uh, famous. he is uh, oh, <laughs> and so he is uh, the base he's the base commander for this uh, uh, area that they're in, and so he's leading. Keegan, uh, the gentleman played by Keegan McEnroe. Oh, no uh, shit. Colonel, Colonel Levi Haley. <laughs> I just met my partner just yes. in my yes. role. You yes. just met your boss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my superior.
2: Yeah. So, superior. yeah, Col-
4: Colonel Levi Haley is voiced by Keegan McEnroe in a, as he puts it, a uh, combination of uh, Sam Elliott and Tom Waits. Uh, That's beautiful. Kind of. It's a good. Can you s- imagine that baby?
2: Oh
4: my <laughs> God. Looks like it's, Keegan McEnroe, it- yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> It sounds a little like Keegan with some uh flair. I'm going to mm. go with flair. Yeah.
4: Mm. No, he he did a, he really did a good bang up job on mm-hmm. that. I've been really lucky on this because everybody I know is either a musician or a podcaster or some kind of, you know, artist or whatever. And so what now I, I don't know but I don't really know that many actors. Right. And so when I'm going to cast this thing, I'm like, "Well, you know, I don't really know actors, but I music. Like, singers are kind of like actors. Yeah. So I found that when I brought musicians and radio people in and, and whatnot, that actually they were pretty good actors. Nice. Uh, so I got Levi Ray is, is one of the main characters. Reed Perry does another part. Um, and uh, they're all doing really well actually that's uh, awesome. and uh, it's, it's been kind of cool to watch the whole thing unfold and, and what's the name of the production it's called rewired uh, it's based off oh, oh. the book yeah yeah okay mm. it's
0: based that on I have not read yet right that, that I, I own <laughs>
3: <laughs> but <laughs> you own it that's the
0: important part yes
3: well once it <laughs> comes the out book. as a radio play whether you, you read, read it or, it or not, not. Audio book.
4: yeah that's that's <laughs> well that's kind of what so here's where I kind of thought about it was that I sometimes have a hard time finding time to read yeah. You know, because I've just got it's just, it's just a lot of shit going on. I've got them. so many books that I'm trying and to get. Yeah, there. I got a pile, and yeah. so when I when I would talk to people and and they would be like, "Oh, I need to read your book," but you know, I don't really have time to read. Yeah. But I, they would also be like, "Yeah, I'm always on Audible and I'm, and I'm and I'm listening to audiobooks," right. and so I thought, "Well, okay, I, can, I should make an audiobook of that." Yeah. But I have, there's so many characters. And the thought of having to come up with a voice for each one of those characters, I was just it? kind of like, yeah, I don't know if it, so I, but I grew up listening to, you Red, actually made this way more complicated, though, <laughs> far more complicated, far more complicated. You should,
3: you should see his organizational notes. I have you're a just spreadsheet
4: like, that's, will make your eyes pop out of your head. It's uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. But a uh, multiple spreadsheet, but.
3: I I voice one of the characters, yeah, so I she, was she, I was there when right. he was kind of trying to figure out how to block everybody yeah. in and schedule it. And. Oh, yeah, and it, but
4: but from <laughs> having done things like podcasting and, uh, you know, I've I've had to fly stuff in before, so I knew how to do it. But this is twenty six episodes, you know, uh, each one probably about a half hour. That's so cool, man. So it it takes a while but you know i grew up listening to you know, orson welles you know um radio shows and yeah. i kind of thought what if we kind of brought that aesthetic to it so i got uh paul actually came up with a really cool kind of a uh noir type uh theme music for it and i've got my friend little jack melody doing uh the announcing and so it's i think it'll be a cool thing once we get it done i'm i'm uh i I think. I'm. I think. I can fa- safely say, probably late fall of this year, I'll probably have it okay. ready to. Okay. Well, to release. let's do. Let's do another
0: episode where yeah. we talk about that for the release. I think it'll be pretty. That's cool. so cool. So my thing is uh, with books and Audible, mm. I I do not retain mm. shit. When yeah. I listen to it, I Honestly, had that same problem. I've got to read it. I really do. So. I'm, same I'm reading star Holy shit! Know. Do we still have Keegan on?
3: Keegan, you still there? I'm
0: still here. What? I'm, I'm still, here. still <laughs> here. You sneaky I, bastard! I know.
1: I was just listening. I thought, well, I got that else to do. I thought we cut you off an hour ago. Uh, no, no, but I'm here. I'm just listening. And, uh, <laughs> that's okay. What's up, man? Just, uh, no, no oh, dude I, I don't know how I, I don't know how to get you on my uh, my radio dial here. So I thought, well, I get to hear the show this way. <laughs> yeah, Hell
0: that's yeah. okay. Go right in. Shit, works. listening live. I
1: wasn't I wasn't gonna say I wasn't gonna say a damn thing. I was just gonna sit here and let y'all finish. <laughs> I, I, I think I
0: heard your blinker or something. I don't know what we were hearing.
1: I just yeah That's I just so I just turned on to that little I just turned onto that little pig trail I mentioned off the <laughs> Dublin so I'm off the highway now.
4: <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That's great,
0: brother. Okay, <laughs> well uh,
1: yeah, awesome,
0: again, watch out for those deer. You're in the danger zone now.
1: <laughs> I know it. I know
0: it. Keegan McEnroe, Absolutely. everybody.
1: <laughs> for the second time. All
0: right, brother. Hey, we're we gonna
1: get sneaky motherfucker oh you're cutting me off now no
4: no Uh, I don't know you
0: got
1: more to say why not let him no no he's just listening I'm just I'm He's engaging
3: listening. in voyeurism.
4: Yes, that's that's cool. You can do that all you want. Get,
3: I, all right. I am unbothered. Yeah, I'm completely. unbothered. My concentration
4: is blown. I mean,
0: we've, <laughs>
3: we've
4: we've we've
0: got Keegan McEnroe. I mean, what what else can we? You didn't talk know about. you were being monitored.
3: Now, now Facebook can't necessarily right. hear you, Keegan. That's but right. uh, that's
4: true.
0: Yeah, well, see,
3: uh, they uh, will eventually. But
4: see, this is this is why this 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 is exactly an example. So I was I was listening to an interview with Henry Rollins, and he was talking about. Uh, they were asking about Ted Nugent you know Mm -hmm. and he's had some differences Uh,
3: everybody's had
4: differences with Ted Nugent well but he said he said (laughs) he said it doesn't matter what anybody asks me I always assume that if I'm on an interview show and I'm talking about somebody that that person's gonna be waiting for me in the parking lot when I get out. Oh right? sorry, Ted <laughs>
3: Newton. I know you have
4: a and lot of weapons in your car. So <laughs> That's the way to go. And so it's really <laughs> funny because I've had exactly the same thing where I've gotten off the I've thought I got off the phone with somebody, but I didn't get off the phone uh-huh. with somebody, like in a work situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. And and sometimes you start talking <laughs> and you ought not. Uh-huh. So I, I learned at a very young
0: age, probably 18 uh, yeah 19 20 years old that you never say anything mm-hmm. that you wouldn't say in front of the convoy mm-hmm. commander mm-hmm. Ever, yeah right right ever right because somebody might be laying on that somebody going yeah. Yep. that that somebody might accidentally be keying <laughs> up that mic and then you say some bonkers shit that's gonna get you hemmed up later because right you didn't know, yeah, never know. That, that you were transmitting to every radio in the that's convoy. Absolutely. Yeah no it- <laughs> That's
2: exactly what I was doing here.
0: <laughs> you never know when sneaky ass Keegan <laughs> might be listening in.
1: Before you in the I parking I lot. Hey, right, the right, the rea- the reality is I've been here from the
3: beginning. Oh shit! Oh damn! Oh yeah. damn! So we stepped into funny. the multiverse here. Go ahead, <laughs> yeah. continue.
4: <From> the- <laughs> well, yeah. On,
1: really, actually, I, just- <laughs> I, just- I just- <laughs> I'm just now, now letting myself be known. Got <laughs> Okay,
4: okay Doctor
3: Strange. If he was an assassin,
4: <laughs> we would all be dead. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was talking about my stealthiness earlier. I don't think I got anything. He on beat him. you. He beat you. Freaking <laughs> ninja the out. whole thing.
1: That's hilarious, man. <laughs> oh lord! It was it was my blinker that gave me away. Yeah, yeah, it was your blinker, blinker. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. yeah add, that,
0: add, add that to your Fuck. stealth training textbook. No blinkers right. when being no stealthy. Blinkers. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh shit! I think any sniper would have been like, "Oh yeah, yeah, well yeah, yeah. no blinkers, no blinkers is gonna take you right out."
3: It's <laughs> a so way to turn that sound
2: off,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> Keegan we are gonna clear the line, man, because we got other people trying to
3: come out right. there,
2: brother. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have a good night. Much that love. You sneaky bastard. All All right. Right. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Have a
3: good night. <laughs> I like how you were like I want to do the sound
2: (laughs) You did (laughs) it great
0: For those of you Well the video died out Because it's a Uh, long ass episode But for those of you (laughs) Listening That was all Matt with the that's the, so the funny. sound effects there. It's, at the end. it's
3: almost like Matt ran a podcast, and yeah. yeah, a radio show or something. But
0: did you have it a roadcaster? No,
3: this no. is state of the art technology, it sir. Is. It, is. it
4: is. But we,
0: we, I actually wish <laughs> we had had
3: this when I tried I articulation know. out. That it's would have been very so
4: helpful. easy. Because I've always, I've always had to cobble it together from my various studio rigs, and and uh, this is custom built for the task. Yeah. So.
0: And it's so like, <clears> I mean, I can do anything with this shit. Like the yeah. other day, I had somebody on, and they were saying. They were gonna like send me something uh, through Google Drive, mm-hmm. and mm. she mentioned that she was going to make it like view only. And I'm like, all right, well I could bootleg it with this thing, but why don't you just send me the mm-hmm. the version where I can download mm-hmm. it? Anyway,
4: but it's it's <laughs> that versatile. There's nothing I can't do with this damn machine. Pretty, yeah, and it's pretty, it's pretty one cool. of those things. God, you know, I I, I keep aging myself with this, but. Like we're old. It's Let's just. Okay. Okay. I know. It's okay. okay. But like, I'm the young one in the room. I remember. So the reason why I stopped being in like regular ass rock bands in the late '90s and and started making records at home was because of technology like this. Yeah. Because I had this Roland vs So Casey Hess, who it uh, was in Dusu back in the in the day, and now has his own little solo thing. Fantastic guitarist out of Dallas. Um, he had one of these things at his house, and I was working with him at a record store. And he made a whole, a whole ass album like yeah. at his house yeah. with a little fucking recording thing. And I went, you can do that? <laughs> I don't have to spend thousands of dollars going to a damn right. studio. And and so, <clears throat> to me, like that was it, you know. And uh, so it's cool. Like they've kind of this is kind of like that, but it's a custom for like voice work, yeah, uh, yeah, rather than like recording music. But this. If I did, if I had seen this thing back in like 1997, I'd have shit my
0: pants. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane. No, it's crazy. And and whenever mm-hmm. I was doing the research on how to mm-hmm. do a podcast. Mm-hmm. This thing is exactly what I would have imagined, which which kind of feeds into my yeah. delusion that this is all a simulation because this is perfect for me. I mean, I put you a, actually just
4: dreamed that up. I put
0: it? an SD card in the back. It mm-hmm. records a file. I can use it. It's the whole reason I don't use Apple products.
4: Yeah, well,
3: <laughs> oh, I don't use Apple products because they're unnecessarily weird to use. Like the phone is weird to use. The computers more intuitive than the phone
4: oh i have more much more simple reason for not using apple products because i'm a broke ass
3: oh right 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 Why? no i i just don't i don't like the iphones and no. uh i had a choice between a samsung and an iphone anyway we
0: just stuff. lost all our iphone users i know
3: that's okay no oh. y'all come back come Where'd back it's, it's great they've made us. upgrades it's not e- e- a tiny broken thing I don't anymore i do that, if you that thing still
4: running
3: <laughs> i have still no runnin'? idea
4: Right, we'll Are see. we still broadcasting to Are the? We? Oh, it
2: it's doesn't dead. look. <laughs> it's We've been talking to ghosts. <laughs> ah, right. it's okay. That's All what right. I do half so.
4: the time, anyway. See, anyway, we'll Mike see Montgomery. That I sent
3: this to Mike <laughs> Montgomery, <laughs> and he probably got like the blank screen, and he's like. You want I, me to what? I guess it's over. <laughs> I yeah. guess it's over. A,
4: uh. <laughs>
3: so I guess he'll have to hear about the. So Apple
0: I, I need like better it. equipment, but we are picking up
4: sponsors.
3: Yeah, well, doing, that's
4: something we've, we've been doing
0: good Fantastic. on that. So
4: I was trying to think the first... when was I first on this show? Was that in twenty twenty one? Long fucking time ago. Was that was that in twenty twenty? Back.
0: In I the think day. it was <laughs>
3: like toward the end of twenty twenty.
0: No, you were, weren't. Were you one of the original ten? I, I was pretty so. early. Yeah, I was pretty I early. Was. W- did we record in a kitchen?
2: Yeah.
3: In a kitchen with your dog running around?
0: Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that was one of the original ten. Okay. Let's look it up. Yeah, Come I on. think that could technology. I want to know because yeah, because we, we need to do this more often by the way. Yes, we
4: do. I always <laughs> because this is I get stuck the in my best. own head and I forget that the, the, the rest of the world exists, so Dude, you know. So in in my plight lately has been
0: I've got people emailing me like crazy to to Guest on here. the show, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so I kind of lose some control over that. Like I don't get sure. to reach out and find the people that right. I want or
4: invite my friends back. And on. this is the thing that happens when I was running the barbershop. That happened all the time. You know, I, I tended to have the ones who were the most persistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, because often the people I wanted to talk to. They were busy doing their own shit. Right.
3: You kind of had mm-hmm. to chase me. Be Being
4: productive.
0: <clears throat> I,
3: I had that problem with articulation. Yeah. We're like, I, nobody nah. would reach out and Look say, hey, I want to be on it.
0: <laughs> Episode seven, Matthew <laughs> yep. Broyles. What date is that? Oh, shit. Uh, July 19, 2020. Okay. Wow. So, oh. Okay, so midway through it. You brave through. MFers were.
4: <laughs> yeah. Brave or foolish. Uh, I don't we know were doing were. the thing. And
0: it, that I, was I, remember was I remember us talking about it like, oh,
4: yeah, well, we're, you know, this is why it's okay. Well, it was weird because at the time, I had just started playing shows again, Mm -hmm. and um, it was strange because you had people who were really, really mad at me for playing shows. Now, and Mm -hmm. I got to say, I'm looking at this,
0: and the first 10 episodes were all released... On July nineteenth, so the day we recorded was probably sooner. Yeah, probably soon. Probably quite a bit
4: sooner.
3: My sentiment about those people being pissed at you for playing shows was shut the fuck up. You got no. I understand. I actually understood it. I actually
4: understood it. Uh, It's just that I was well. No, I was just in a situation (laughs) where my day job pays for most of my expenses, but not all of them. Yeah. So gigs. Make up the rest, right. and if the kicks mm-hmm. disappear, I want not have a place to live. Yeah, uh, yeah. so and uh, when I would play those places, I'd be like, "I'm up here on stage, y'all are way down there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna be as safe as possible. I didn't go around, you know, breathing in the people's faces. I anymore. don't
0: have a choice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, it's either." Play or die. Well, because, because, you know, in Texas, they weren't going to be like, well, let's make sure the artists can survive. You know, they're like. They were oh. like,
3: here's a piece of meat. Good luck, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Well,
4: I will say that
0: in Fort Worth, from what I've listened to from other people mm-hmm. in the industry, mm-hmm. it sounds like we did more than most places. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah, wasn't enough to completely fix the well, situation. But see, but this is why... I At least we did uh, something. This is my
4: stance that I always have, is that I'm not the biggest fan of Texas, but I love Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah. Like, Fort Worth, I feel like... For instance, uh, Rachel Golay, uh, who's another fine... She organized this whole fund... Uh, from local businesses and things to to give uh, grants to artists during all of that,
3: which by the way I which applied you, for you multiple got. times and I got it multiple times because yeah. all of my shows, all of my art shows evaporated. Yeah. Every opportunity I had on the books went away in a day. And so, so yeah.
4: and the same thing, you, you, you know, know, organizations
0: like that we were able <coughs> to keep mm-hmm. some people. Know, you know it wasn't
4: enough to correct the situation but no, of it course to it help It's something oh you know? yeah you were given, you and know, that says a lot about our community and and at the same time and the same thing happened so when the when the floyd protests and whatnot you know dallas was tear gassing people and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff and fort worth was Peaceful actually we were yeah. actually talking with the organizers mm-hmm. and you know like i i gave fort worth a lot of credit during that period for being mm-hmm. uh, you know, in much more during that yeah. during
0: <coughs> that incident mm-hmm. Two of our Fort Worth cops were actually injured mm-hmm. during one of those protests, and still, we didn't have... Was that on the bridge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I remember And it, we yeah. still did not have the response so, that Dallas did, with right, the gassing and the, yeah. all the other shit. So I do th- I so, do think...
3: Sorry. So uh, Aaron Hutz, another local artist here in town, he was actually on the front lines of the bridge, mm-hmm. and he watched what started all of that. Like, what started the, you know... They they did get tear gassed, Yes. But it was, like, minimum.
4: Yeah. Well, and, um, and again, that it, it was not near... Like, Dallas was just...
0: They oh, were,
3: yeah. Dallas was Well, and, and what
0: mm-hmm. came out after that is that the people that started the shit, that yes. ended Somebody up... Somebody
3: came up from behind the crowd and hurled water bottles full of Fro- ice frozen. at the yeah. cops.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. however they know this, I don't know. I don't yeah, understand probably. how they ascertained it. this information. <laughs> I don't know. But they are... 100% sure that those people were not from Fort Worth. Like yeah. they came oh, no. they came to this thing right. to start some shit. Yeah. You know?
3: See, we all we all thought they were from the bar. So when I talked to Aaron, he goes, "I thought they came were from like West 7th or something cuz they didn't look like they were no, like they were." With us. Pe- people were
4: people were coming in from outside." Yeah. 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 And th- and that's why again, it's my
3: We were my r- complicated
4: relationship with the place I live is that <laughs> you know, I love like this town I really feel like i'm part of the musical and creative mm-hmm. landscape of this town and it's a rich landscape it's yeah. people who some of the some of the most amazing songwriters i know you know live here and uh it just is weird that we're in the middle of a state that also seems to not really give a shit about them
3: <laughs> right so, uh, so like in yeah. the art scene it's the same way there's yeah. a very tight-knit art scene um it can kind of feel like you're like hanging out with the wolves sometimes if you're new to it well sure but that's that's, you know if you're new to a scene but we have people like nancy lamb who is a longtime artist here in fort worth and she's a huge supporter of the arts literally if you're a new artist and you're doing something that she thinks is interesting be like hey can you share this and she shares it everywhere
0: yeah and there's a lot of that 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 collaboration mm -hmm. is so important we have ann zeta
3: who's a big supporter of the art arts too and music yeah she there's send a mat shows.
0: But it's in, in every one of these creative industries and then the the businesses in our community. Um mm-hmm. like we've got this uh, <coughs> River Oak Springfest car show. Yeah, which, yeah. Which uh, I need to sign uh, I, up for I <laughs> think this episode will be out before then, but okay. um the businesses in the community that stood behind that last year yeah. are back again this year mm-hmm. and they didn't have to be contacted. Right. They were calling right. Darren to get a spot. Good. Yeah. And that that I don't know. I think, it's, I, I, think I just it's love
4: fun. it, man. I don't know. I think it's we're fun. in the
0: best spot at the best time. Well
4: and I'll tell you, it you know, it hadn't always been like that because no, you not. know, when I was coming up here in the nineties, it was it felt a lot more uh empty. It felt a lot more like everyone was going somewhere else to make it. You know, they were going to Dallas or Austin or wherever. And there really was there was a scene here but it wasn't robust. Yeah. And when I came back, you know, mid in the mid aughts, it felt different. It felt like something had kind of bubbled up. Yeah. And Ever since then, it's really just done nothing but keep. What do you think caused that too? Because I mean, it's a hard question to answer. I I think it's a combination of things.
0: There's got to be an ignition point because, like you're saying, it wasn't always like this. No, it wasn't. Is it? Is it maybe because Austin became too commercialized?
4: few things one that th- was the mecca that honestly? was honestly it was but that is you're correct mm-hmm. that that's also when the tech bros started moving in in austin yeah yeah, okay, yeah. and pricing everybody out because mm-hmm. i remember in the mid to late aughts musician friends of mine in austin were moving to wimberley and mm-hmm. places outside of austin because they couldn't afford austin rent anymore yeah yeah and some of them came up here
3: that was one of the reasons <coughs> we came up here yeah uh 2008 or so is yeah. when we moved up here and it was because Front the from uh, Georgetown, Texas, oh, okay. which is literally yeah. 30 yeah. minutes outside of Austin. Yeah. Uh, we were looking at places to move in that area, you know, looking for work. And it was hard to find jobs yeah. there. Yeah. Like, there was just nothing.
4: But some of it's bigger than that because some of it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So, it, it was actually kind of interesting. Um, there's a lot. There was a lot of, when I was in New York, there were a lot of people who were talking about moving to Texas. Which was strange to me because I had just fled Texas. Yeah. Um,
2: like why? <laughs> right. I was just like. Uh,
4: but then, of course, you know, the rents at that time were cheaper. Um, and oh, I guarantee
2: you, that's kinda yeah, what's even what's happening,
0: as, even now. as astronomical yeah. as shit is. Now, no, it's still,
4: it's still going to be still cheaper more expensive than than there. Mm-hmm. But it, but In most places, yeah. But it was significantly cheaper at that time, and hmm. um, we've had an influx of people from outside. So I remember growing up around here. Um, I would say, if you if you just ran into a random individual at the grocery store and you asked them where you're from, you know, back in the '70s and '80s, I, probably 75 to 80 percent of the people were from here. Yeah,
0: or Haltum,
4: or yeah, somewhere, or in, the, neighboring somewhere in the somewhere yeah. in the general area. And I think now it's all over the place. If you mm-hmm. ask your average citizen, just yeah. I think you got a uh, I don't even know what the chances are now, but it's much m- more rare to yeah. find somebody who's from here. Sure. <coughs> uh and
0: that, a little bit of a melting pot.
4: Yeah. And that's been interesting because I think it has it's done a few things economically. It's made it where venues, for instance, can't afford to pay musicians, which is something that wasn't always the case. No. Um but it also just creates audiences. It creates people who are in places, Yeah. Um, which was why COVID scared the shit out of everybody. Because like, oh, what's going to happen to this? But of course, you know, you, time goes on and you there get past all that.
3: <coughs> Save our stages. Yeah. Right. About.
4: And I remember the 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 not just the musicians who were worried about it, but the listeners who were worried mm-hmm. about it, who were fans of these people, and and. Uh, I had people who would, you know, message me like are you okay? You know what I mean? You know, and so I think it's hard to put a a, a a button on it and go, This is the reason why the scene got better. Yeah. But there was just all of this and and the previously mentioned uh craft brew scene I honestly think made made a big shit sure. in it too.
0: Yeah.
2: More uh, venues.
4: More more places to play, more um people to understand that it existed you know a lot of people they always thought Austin is the music town you know right and yeah. they're like Fort Worth there is no Fort Worth but I think often well so when you when you and I first got together you really
3: hadn't explored the Fort Worth music no, scene no I actually when I moved here I didn't know that anything was <clears throat> up in Fort Worth yeah I, I'd always been told my whole life eh, there's nothing downtown just avoid right. it you know whatever and we did like a brief little once over in downtown and then I was like eh. So I started yeah. looking at places like Grapevine, yeah, for right. work and found work.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: started managing a studio. But up she there.
4: didn't really mm-hmm. know about the Fort Worth music scene. Yeah. And so when I started taking her out to shows, yeah, and we're you know we're meeting people,
3: I was like, this was here,
4: yeah, <laughs> the whole fucking time.
3: Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah,
4: well, you kind of have to know where to look for it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I know to go down to the Cicada, or I know to go you know to Twilight Lounge or whatever, and. Um,
3: I meet people every single day when I'm out that have no clue. So no, they don't know. someone I brought to the secure last <coughs> night, uh, mm-hmm. Candace Power. She's another artist here in Fort mm-hmm. Worth. She had no idea that Fort Worth had like a music scene. Right. Or a because community it, it, like that.
0: It, that seems
4: weird to me now. Really? Well, well at this point. But you think about <laughs> it, though, and you think. True. Right, true. But how visible is it, though? A lot of times, you know. Well, like
0: if you listen to the Fort Worth Church podcast,
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there Tune you go. In. You know all of that fixes <laughs> everything. I mean, Keegan McEnroe was on tonight. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I got Matthew Broyles here. <laughs> it is funny because I was—I uh,
3: you got Tristan Morris? I'm old, I'm yes, old enough I that do. I remember.
4: Also, a legend. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when the Fort Worth Weekly Foosebumps. used to be a, a pretty thick you know yeah, uh, not, publication not, not much to it and now. it's so thin now and i i was joking with the kiddo the other day <laughs> I was kind of looking i was like you know i actually think that i know all of the readers of this publication
2: personally <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well so and and listen if uh,
0: if my buddy eddie from the fort worth mm-hmm. weekly or anybody else and from i the love it weekly if they're listening this is no shade on you no uh, I'm, I'm patting myself on the back here. So I, I just inked a deal with McFly's down the street, which we're about to, we're about to end this, and we're going to go down and have a drink. Yeah, okay. yeah. that sounds like a good it's idea. Good for me. Cool. Um, but anyway, we're sitting there, and I'm talking with uh, Casey, the owner, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> he was, we're we're talking numbers before we ink the deal, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for him to be a sponsor on the show, and he's like, man, you've already done more than the Fort Worth Weekly. Has <laughs> ever done mm-hmm. because we had a little get together mm-hmm. and I brought in uh i think twenty five people in one night oh and wow. we were, we were having a great time, and but uh, in it's uh, all my
4: podcast <laughs> yeah. with friends and stuff, but and in fairness you know i th- I think Mm. how many employees does a weekly have no now? that's the yeah, thing you know. that's it's the thing and I I, I they used to have a staff
0: yeah I, l- I, I love my boys it's over there yeah. Jerry Jonestown Massacre but we him. talked about mm. with Eddie Brown when he was here on the show uh, yeah. you know uh, Jerry Jonestown Massacre was talking a lot of schmack. Oh well,
4: they they do that, and uh,
0: <laughs> and so we brought that up. And it, sure. th- this comment is not totally pointed at Dustin and Stubbs, mm-hmm. but a lot of people were really upset. I mean, really upset the way they handled the uh, the music nominations this year for oh, the best of every and all year, that. Every yeah, year uh, people are pissed about. Yeah, the music I guess this is the one that I was really just yeah. laser focused on, okay. but. Um, like you said, they used to have a huge staff. They mm-hmm. have about a third of what they used oh, to yeah. have. Yeah. yeah and nowhere near. it's, it's not, it's not what it used no, to be. It's not. Shout
3: out to Johnny Govea, by the way. You're yes, awesome. Johnny. Love you. We love yeah. you,
4: Johnny. You're awesome. But that's the cool, that's the funny thing about it is that when I, I look at it, I'm like, okay, there's a story on a friend of mine written by a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And they're talking about a show they're playing at a place I'm playing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's all people who know people, which is why it's you know, they
3: You know, I'm I'm noticing the threads now. <laughs> uh, yeah. having having now that you've mentioned the threads. Yeah. Uh, relating to the Fort Worth Weekly and also the Dallas Observer and also well,
4: which is also much smaller than it so, used to be.
3: I was on the news for that mural right.
4: Oh yeah.
0: The
3: gentleman who put me on the news. That was so cool Who, who seeing interviewed that. me. His name was Evan Anderson and uh, he grew up in River Oaks. Okay. And I'm like, it extends all the way out to Dallas. These little threads yeah, that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, oh, yeah.
4: Well, and, and it's also you know we're talking in the space of like 15 20 years mm-hmm. there's a lot of people like well last night I played a show with James Michael Taylor right mm-hmm. yeah that guy's been playing shows here since the early 70s that guy right? is
0: have wild. you had
2: him on <laughs> yes no i yeah. haven't had,
4: no 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 i haven't had him on
2: but no. i've
0: sat around uh, yeah. a fire and talked to him for hours and he's mm-hmm. he,
4: super interesting and he hit the perspective that he gets that he offers on this area is amazing because he's seen so many iterations of it and um he's old well he is you know <laughs> <laughs> older than me i mean he put out his first album i think when i was born we love you mr Taylor. <laughs> you're awesome <laughs> but it's it's funny because the older i get the more i kind of see I, i'm going to predict this that i that in 20 years i am jmt right? <laughs> <laughs> you know i can see that yeah. <laughs> you know because he, I I remember him. I bet back, he'll
3: arm wrestle you for that title. Be yeah. like, no, well, he'll, I'm me he'll be dead.
4: He? Oh,
0: yeah.
4: no! I mean, at no point
0: Sorry. would that go well
3: for
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mister, Mister, he's Mister tough. He's I was tough like, tough Mr. Now, Fort
3: Worth. Wait, when? That, I guess that would be James. But but I was
4: but I remember sure. when I started playing mm-hmm. in the in the early nineties. You know, he was kind of in the midpoint of his career and and was a a presence. You know, I mean, people yeah. knew who he was, but um, but he. There's there's a power of just kind of sticking around, you know? <laughs> yeah. and if winning you, by default. Yeah, if you've just been there the longest, you know, and also being a badass songwriter that helps, but and but, being um, a
3: genuine good human. Yeah, you?
4: just being a, a good guy. Yeah. But he's also, I think, I, I, it's it's weird to say. So years ago, right before Kurt Vonnegut died, um, he was writing some of the best commentary on society because he had seen so much of society you know he had been through the depression World War II and then the 50s and 60s and 70s and he'd been through all of this and so the the long tunnel of perspective that he had was invaluable you know you you can't you can't replace that and so I feel like when I talk to Taylor after a show or something he will bring up an anecdote or something from you know the mid 80s or something that there's no way there's Count on one hand the number of people who know that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, While we're on the subject, Taylor, I will tell you: I was at a
0: singer-songwriter thing, and I'm listening to him play one of his originals, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to say this on a recording. Mm-hmm. He made me cry. Yeah, I. I mean, no, I wasn't sobbing. Okay. But, but I had you know I, I had the watery eyes. You know sure. what's great about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last
4: night, so it was him, me, and Denver and, and uh, Keegan, and we were talking to audience members after the show, and somebody came up to him and said, "You made me cry with that. Seriously, song. man. And and his he, songwriting is and he, exceptional. He, and he, and he, what he the said way he was tells stories.
3: Well,
2: what is he said what was, does it
3: for me. I'm like
4: that's. He said, "Well, it makes me cry something special. Yeah." <laughs> and he said, "And he said, you know, if it doesn't make me cry, how do I expect it to make anyone else cry?" So, you know, <laughs> I mean, just I can't even remember what the song was about, but yeah. it just I mean, there
2: he was, has, the, there he was has a
0: solid three minutes where I was fucked up. He, car- <laughs>
2: yeah, well, he carries
4: that wistfulness, that kind of, and again, it you you hear the weight of memory and the weight mm-hmm. of yeah of experience in in his songs. And uh, he conveys it very well. Yeah, and it's real because he's got years of chops, but also just the 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 time um, and the and the the observation, the things that he observes uh, in in some of his lyrics when he's talking about the color of a car or uh, you know the the shape, the condition of a couch or something like very small, detailed thing. It's like Tom Waits talks about. He tries to fit in place names, like you know, a, a street or uh, you know, a, a landmark or I something. Somebody that does that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> who did I rip it off from? Uh, <laughs> because it does. It kind of takes. Okay, you know, this is where I am. It orients you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh Where Where is this story taking place? And he's one of those that has definitely learned that lesson. Uh, and I actually think Keegan is one who's done that too. Uh, at, a, at a younger poster. age, because <laughs> probably still because some little of his. <laughs> yeah.
3: Are you there, there, Keegan? Are you there? Say something.
4: Is that a blinker? That was one of the funniest things ever. That was pretty great.
0: Are we?
3: Are we on just like speakerphone in the middle of the poker game right now? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs>
2: Put
4: yeah. Tedder on.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, well and and it's one of those things that frustrates people like me who I. It took me. I was probably 28, 29 before I wrote what I consider to be a decent song. It took me longer to develop. And he's one of those who developed a lot quicker. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's always interesting to me to see people who kind of have that instinct earlier uh, of how to construct a song and make it um, affecting. (laughs) And, uh, you know, a lot of credit for that. And actually, Denver's good at that, too. Mm -hmm. He's good at creating odd little movies. I need to get Denver on.
0: Yeah, I, uh, you I've talked to him. You several times. got a sticker? Got I do. <coughs> I know. It needs <laughs> to go sticker? on the, uh, the the Glass Case Hall of Fame. We <laughs> need to it? do some of those. We need is
3: stickers. We need to get you stickers. We what are we do doing? You I, I you know. You,
4: do you know? They're expensive. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's embarrassing are. because it's always... You get
3: 20 free there's
4: Is always that something that needs my money more than that like i'm paying yeah. uh, paying somebody to mix or If master you guys stuff would like
3: to sponsor matthew's stickers yes
4: go on
0: <laughs> go on Please reach out to matthew
3: Broyles.
4: <laughs> how do we do
0: it at
3: the matthew show the at gmail.com okay oh at gmail.com as well
0: okay so That's let's let's do that let's get all the links and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. let's tell the people where to find let's start with trista yes trista where are uh, we going
3: art of trista studios.com You can find me on all social medias, Trista.Morris Morris on Instagram. Because I don't know why I made it my name.
4: You also teach art (laughs) classes
3: under. yeah, I teach art classes. Thank you. I forgot all about my Mm -hmm. classes. I actually have one coming up. Been doing a lot. Yeah. I I do
0: all kinds of things. Uh, Don't let me forget. I'll post them every time. (laughs) Okay,
3: Uh, so. Just find us. It's Art30TX on Facebook right now. We haven't gotten mm-hmm. a website. I'm just linking it to my personal. You, you can reach out to me. It's yeah. all good. Um, Art30TX on Instagram. And uh, yeah, come come join us for Lola's. Uh, and sometimes paint, paint at, at these paint
4: nights, uh, I will provide music
3: for yes. these things. So at
4: Lola's on Sunday, I will be providing. You guys have them. done some
0: excellent little collaborative things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind Maddie of fun.
0: playing, you painting. It's
4: beautiful. It's fun because I, I think... There's an element of spontaneity to it, um, mm-hmm. and uh, plus I get to try out all these little noodly bits that I haven't figured out what to do with <laughs> yet. So. And, and
3: it's cool because the audience has no idea that you're doing experimental stuff. They think it's all like
4: yeah, it's like, pre-planned.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like I've had people come up at the end of my class and be like, "Was that an original or was he?" I'm like, uh, "No, that was probably just him."
4: I was fucking
0: around.
2: <laughs> No, it's all good. For, it's good for where that.
4: Where do we go for Matt Broyles' content? You can go a number of places. Um, thematthewshow.com dot com is the kind of the central repository. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have uh, so elegant. I'm on all the socials. It's usually either the Matthew Show or Mister the Matthew Show. You're, you're more consistent
3: um, than me. I'm just like yeah. I don't know. I'm just, but well. you
4: can you can find uh, all all major outlets have my music. All the major outlets have my books. Uh, I've got two novels, one uh essay compi- compilation. I've got several albums out, um books, books, yeah. Rewired. Yeah. Got re- it. Rewired. Rewireds it. the first novel, Trinity's the second one. I've got a book of essays called Other Gods. You have um, poetry
3: books? Yes. Yeah, I'm so uh, illustrating. Yeah,
4: so if uh, that's more of a personal thing, so mm-hmm. if you want a chapbook of my poetry, um uh, with a custom piece of artwork by Tristan Morris on the cover, uh, you can just message me on the interwebs, um, and I'll we'll get you one. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a fun thing that we do sometimes. You two
0: are pillars of the Fort Worth community and some of my closest friends. Oh.
4: Well and I can't thank you enough for being that. back on the show. show. <laughs> we we appreciate what you do, and we appreciate for sure all of the. All of those things you do for the community. Thank yep, you. Thank you. And
2: I, I could stand for a few right more people.
4: compliments. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are the best. Also, your hair is great. So
0: your you fucking know. hair is great. Jesus, I was gonna like bring that up. Like, it, do you curl your hair? No,
4: it
2: just it just, goes does, like that. It just does that. That's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> he, he actually, it was the
3: most hilarious thing. We were in the middle of uh, Amarillo, Texas, and mm. checking into this like weird ass seventies style. Castle Hotel mm-hmm. I don't even know but um, the kid at the front like Matt hands him his license and, and his license he's all you know
4: clean. I was very clean cut when I clean think that cut, was like, yeah. yeah
3: like clean shaven and shit you know <laughs> and he looks and, like, and he, was he, like looks he looks he was up like, like this yeti <laughs> <laughs> like whoa man before he like,
4: said anything he was like <laughs> <"Whoa.">
3: <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, we're unsure if he was just high or stunned, but <laughs> Maybe I think he was
4: a little combo. Yeah. Probably, if you're probably. if you're on the middle of the night desk duty at the at the lodge in Amarillo, <laughs> oh, you're probably it. stoned.
3: I got to messing with him. He goes, he goes. There's no pets allowed. You got any? You got any animals? I was like. I'm the pet tonight Oh, <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, he nice. goes whoa I was like oh I feel so accomplished right now I'm the right pet now. tonight
2: no, no I wasn't we, gotta,
0: we crashed the fuck out I'm sorry out that's got hot you gotta, <laughs> mess,
4: you gotta mess with the door guy a little bit <laughs>
3: absolutely
0: alright can absolutely. we do it again yeah. All right. Next time, like again. we promised, um, no. we were going to talk about more nerdy shit. We really didn't. Yeah, we, I know. I um, love the way this episode went.
4: I do too. Well, next we time, I want nerdy shit. Okay. All right. I will. Okay. I will bring reference materials. I should have had an outline for sure. <laughs> I'll bring <laughs> and you I and I encyclopedia. So, I said we were going to do four hours. We're talking
3: about tornadoes. We only did three.
4: Systems. Man. Mm-hmm. But who's gonna? Who's gonna make it to the end? Are there people who make it to the end of a three-hour episode? Yeah. Okay. Not many. <laughs> For those of you that did it, you are the real
3: Fort Worth Roots fans. Yes.
4: <laughs> or you, you really do have nothing
0: better we than We
3: appreciate it. you and your uh, unslept selves. Where, where the rubber
0: meets the road is whenever I take 10 video clips out of this and uh. promote the shit out of that. And oh, it's ooh. gonna be like us saying the dumbest
4: shit. Those are my favorite clips. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> I always did that with barbershops. Like, let's find the dumbest shit we can post on there. Well, we're gonna go have a celebratory mm-hmm. drink down there at McFly's. Yeah. Everybody, Morty. thank you so much for joining us for this episode, this three-hour-long episode. Wait, it's not gonna be that long because we're gonna trim out some potty breaks. Like uh,
3: two two hours. <laughs> two two, two and, hours. and a half. Two and solid
0: hours. hours yeah. Right. Make sure Keegan hangs up. <laughs> Keegan, <laughs> Keegan,
3: are you still there? Keegan, Keegan. <laughs> How's the poker game going?
0: <laughs> <See ya. laughs> Huge shout out to our friends, our longtime friends, our return guests, Trista Morris and Matthew Broyles, for being back on the show. Let's do it again, guys. And next time, more nerdy stuff. Yes. All right. We'll see here. And, you know, we always post Trista's stuff whenever she's got an event going on. And Matthew, whenever he's doing the thing. So you can find information on our guests, Matthew, Trista, and everybody else on the Fort Worth Roots Facebook page, our Instagram. The TikTok is just more like a dumpster fire. So, anyway, Instagram and Facebook. That's where you get the good stuff. All right. Uh, Please come see me uh, Thursday out at Pouring Glory. S- kicking off at two o'clock, we got old Denver Williams up on stage. We've got the Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations. He's doing a solo thing, so it's not the full band, but it's gonna be great. And then we got two more artists. There's been some change ups, so I'm not sure who they are, but they're awesome. You can believe that, rest assured. Uh, going to be a good time there's a special menu and all sorts of other stuff and i'm going to be putting that up on facebook as scott rolls that out during the week but good good stuff keep an eye in there uh on our facebook and instagram page for that um and then like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode we've got the uh river oak spring fest car show april 22nd that's going to be out there at the Camp Carter Grounds, the YMCA Camp Carter. It's beautiful out there. If you have never gone and seen this thing, here's your excuse. Go check that thing out. April 22nd. And then right after that, I'm going to pick up my shit, and we're going to go over to McFly's, where we're going to get to hang out with Claudia Wells, a legendary actress that was the girlfriend in Back to the Future, Marty McFly's girlfriend. Um, And she's done a lot of other stuff, too. I just, you know don't know the full history but incredible actress gonna be there signing autographs hanging out taking photos it's gonna be cool the crawfish boil if you like crawfish there's another reason to come that's from three to eight and uh, then as the sun's going down we're gonna be watching a movie on the big screen let me see if it says what movie i'm not seeing bring a picnic blanket and enjoy mcfly's first summer movie night of 2023 I'm not seeing the name of the movie. It doesn't even matter, really. It's going to be awesome. I would think since Claudia Wells is going to be there that it's probably going to be back to the future, but I don't know that. So, okie dokie. What else? That's it for events. We've got other stuff coming up. I've got a thing, June 24th, that the entire community is welcome to come uh, hang out and uh, be a part of this thing. If you want to go ahead and put that on your schedule. We're going to be doing uh, short little interviews with everybody that wants to come out and do an interview and we're not going to do restrictions fort worth roots is all about fort worth and we highlight people that are making something you know a book um, a film uh, music things like that but uh no restrictions so if you're selling Herbalife, you can come out there (laughs) you know whatever just come on out talk to me uh we'll give you a you know, very least. I think we can give everybody five minutes in, in on the roadcaster, just kind of shout out what they got going on. It's going to be fun. It's the first time we've done something like this. So, uh, but that's going to be at pouring glory. That's going to be June 24th. So that's the next thing out. Uh, but there's going to be more coming. We're going to do more events this year. A lot more. I want to try to schedule at least one every month. So good stuff. And then we're trying to cook up something with body machine fitness out there. Um, We don't know what we're doing yet. Just kind of spitballing ideas, but it's going to be cool. I'll let you know whenever we got some details on that. Okay, sponsors WoodpostMetalWorks.com. Use the offer code podcast817 whenever you go to WoodpostMetalWorks.com. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. Halck Walker Originals. Go to HalkWalker.com. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts. Also, laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of. And just recently, Angela uh, has stepped away from her hourly job to focus more on Hauk Walker Originals. So, we can expect some pretty rad creations coming out of that uh, dilly wapper there. Hauk Walker Originals. Hulkwalker.com. Roofing Solutions by Darren Hauk. You can get them at Uh Their phone number is 817-882-6520. And you can get 50% off just by dropping my name or the podcast. Tell them Fort Worth Roots is where you heard about it. They'll give you 50% off on a roofing tune-up. It's pretty valuable stuff. It's something you need to do it, probably annually. Uh, but after these little hailstorms we've had, the high winds and all that, this is a good time to get a qualified, trusted local roofer up there just to check things out. Resill pipe jacks, vent covers, things like that. And just make sure you don't have any water intrusion up there. Cool. All right. And we, of course, Body Machine Fitness is our newest sponsor. Um, guys, this is incredible. This little thing they got going on over here. This is the... Uh, the dream of Mr. Jeremy over there, the owner uh, came up with the idea for this thing. He wanted to do something completely different than anything he'd ever done before. Uh, as far as workout scenarios, he'd been to all the little boutique fitness places and gyms and stuff. And, uh, it just wasn't doing it for him. So he, uh, and he explains this better in the episode we did with, uh, Jeremy, um, body machine fitness episode we did like a year ago, but, Um, They're using lights and sound and rhythm to kind of enhance the experience. You go in there and you do a 60 minute class. Today really blew my mind because I was out there doing a class. It's 60 minutes long and I'm all right. Honest moment. I was hungover. (laughs) We just did this camping trip, drank for like 12 hours, really unattractive stuff. Okay. But I made my ass go to this gym and the 60 minute class went by in the blink of an eye and it's because of the way they present the class um and it's probably the last hope i have of getting in shape before 40 um because i go in there and it it, i I tell people it's kind of turnkey if i show up i'm good they take over i don't have to think i don't have to uh, plan out my workout they just do it for me and i just do what the person tells me They're inter-trainers. They're inter-trainers. are really nice people. Know what they're doing. Okay, anyway, your uh, first class is paid for. It's already been paid. So all you got to do to schedule your class is go to bodymachinefitness.com, and there's a tab for signing up for that class. You put your information in there. Pick the date and time that works best for you. And then go do go do the thing. And uh, if you want me to go with you, hit me up. Just send me an email, media4warthroots.com. Say, hey, I'm going to go on this day, and I want you to go with me. And I will go. Let's go. Let's do the thing. Okay. And then McFly's Pub, of course. Located over here outside the East Gate. I'm not going to give you the address because it's really weird, but you can just type it into your phone. It's the only McFly's Pub in Fort Worth. Uh, But it's outside the East Gate of uh, JRB, NAS, JRB Carswell, the military base out here. And uh, it's an 80s Back to the Future themed bar. It's just really chill. They've got all these little lounge areas. Um, Definitely have never seen a bar like this before. They put a lot of care and attention into every detail, and they made this thing very very truly unique Uh, the outside patio area is badass I don't know that this detail is going to help you very much as we move into summer but they have the biggest baddest fire pit I've seen at any bar any place here in Fort Worth Uh, and I've spent quite a bit of time hanging out with local legends uh, sitting around that campfire (laughs) it's not a campfire but a fire pit and uh, just trading stories listen these guys Tell it how it is, stuff like that. It's cool. You should check it out. Uh, and I'm always available to, well, not always available, but yeah. You know, if you want me to hang out with you down there, just let me know. media 4 We'll have a date. It'll be wonderful. Okay. Just going through my notes, make sure I didn't forget anybody. Who did I forget? We got it all. Pouring glory. You know about them. And that's going to be happening Thursday. You should come out and check that out. Their food is incredible. They have a huge wall of beer on tap, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, Something that has gotten very popular is the uh, Sunday dog free play. You can bring a dog, take it off the leash, let it run around on the patio. This thing used to be a parking lot. And during COVID, they fenced it in, closed it up. And so now it's just a great space for... Uh, entertainment, live music, and letting the dogs off the leash. It's a good deal. And Scott, the owner out there, takes a lot of care to like plant new plants and make it all pretty for you and stuff. So it's just a really chill vibe. And everybody I run into out there is just really nice. So if you like, if you're big on vibes with places, uh, this one's got a good one. So check that out. Pouring Glory, located kind of off of Main Street. They're not on Main Street. uh, But it's down in that near south side area. And that's another one you can just type into your phone. Pouring glory. And Thursday, we've got the pour some glory on my 420 event, where you can come hang out, take a picture with me, jump on the mic if you want. I don't care. Let's do it. Okie dokie. That is it. It was a powerful weekend. Got a lot of stuff not done, but I had uh, some relaxing conversation. around a campfire with my friends, uh robo-tuner, uh, Mr. Matt Thompson, and then... Uh, Boys from Jerry Jonestown Massacre, uh, Susie Ramone from... um, Sorry, Susie. Uh, Wow. Fort Worth Famous. Excuse me. It's been a long one. Um, And then Jeffrey Lord from the uh, Funky Town podcast. Had a great time. Stayed up really late. Had too much uh, to drink. And um, got to test out a tent that I haven't used in two years There's a recording we did in Dripping Springs with uh, Lucas Peterson the last time that tent got used. So, anyway, unpack that thing. No holes, no rips. It's great. And that's all in preparation for another big camping trip we got coming up. It's going to be fun. Okie dokie. Oh, we're finally going to Trilingua. We've been talking about that since episode one. We're going to get to cruise on through that little neighborhood down there in south, south, southwest Texas cool okay that's it that's all our sponsors that's all the events a little bit about my weekend we're good okay i hope you have a wonderful week and come see me come see me uh thursday come see me saturday all right thanks for listening see ya